Howdy doody, puppy. Mm-mm. Oh, oh. What's going on? Your connection oh. sounds a little different now. Maybe it's just me. Uh, does it sound better or worse? Uh, kind of distant. Not, not definitely not better. How about now? Mm, sounds the same. Same. Uh, hell, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done nothing. I know they, they, they balance out their internet like for my company that I get my internet from. And they knocked off ten dollars, so I might have to tell them to give. Me, I'll start paying them ten dollars again. Paying them ten dollars back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Pay them ten bucks back, bucko. Yeah, I feel you, man. How's things, my guy? Oh man, it's quarantined. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, dude, it's it's. I, I mean, it, it is a serious thing going on out there. But every everybody's all. I'm quarantined. I'm, I'm, just hanging out by myself. I'm just drinking by myself. I'm just right. looking at him like, dog, welcome to my fucking world. <laughs> Been doing this That's shit for a long true. time. Y'all thought I was weird. That's... No, y'all, y'all gotta do it. <laughs> that is funny. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, I think I, uh, I, you know, I see the memes all the time. They're like, oh man, I didn't know that my day to day life was called quarantining. I'm like, yo, man, shut your cool ass up, man. Yeah, cool guy. Um. Yeah, you hate hate people, guy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. Like it's yeah. You know, and and on top of it, yeah. I mean, yeah. We definitely made fun of it. Um. Last last go round, and I'm down to make some more fun if you got the ingredients. But it's um. Yeah. You know, with the with the stay at home order, um. Literally everywhere. I mean, I just started working from home last week. Um, so I mean, with stay at home order everywhere, it is something to take, you know, keep in mind. Yeah. Like just, just listen, just do it. Like we're seeing the American mind at play here. Right. Oh yeah. Well, and and I think like, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to like, I don't know if I'm like, I don't know, but like, I think that the younger generation is not taking this serious. Well, like, I'm, you know not, what? I'm not going out. Two like, reasons too. Two reasons they're not taking it serious because, for one, like they heard the early reports that it's only affecting the elderly, it's only killing the elderly. Um, Well, you know, one, uh, well, the hometown, I should say, the home, the home county, just got its first confirmed report, Mm -hmm. right? And they're like a twenty-something, yeah, a young twenty-something. So, I mean, they heard the initial reports that you know it's only killing the elderly, and for two, again, the American mind don't tell us we can't do something. Oh, yeah, because we're definitely going to fucking do it. Because we're just going to do it. Like, before, it was like, yeah, I'll just stay in my house and stay on my phone. Oh, you're telling me to stay on my house, stay in my house, stay on my phone? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going out about to go get me some Corona. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I I haven't actually done anything since I went to uh, the Capitol. I think it was the week. I think think we were cool. We had an episode, like, the week before I went. Yep. Where like they canceled the St. Patty's Day stuff, right? But you still went. Well, I like, no, like we didn't go downtown or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we stayed at my buddy's house the whole first night on Friday. Just kicked it and got trash on some beers there that night, and then went over to his dad's house the next day. He was having a party, and there was like 20, 
20, 30 people, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not like, there probably wouldn't even that many, actually. That's when it was still uh, 50 and not 10, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I did a wedding that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> See? Um, where they went from, it was, uh, well, for one, we had, like, just in this region, we had, like, 13 shows set for that day. And then Damn. we got whittled down to two. All the way down to two. Um, and plus, the original guest count was like 150. But like, the bride was, uh, or she still is Australian. I guess she hasn't changed yet. She's she's still Australian. And uh, I guess a lot of her guests just couldn't make the travel. So it was probably like, well, for the venue, it was better off for the venue. Like It wasn't going to be able to comfortably hold that many people inside of a good time like that. Maybe the dance floor would have cracked a little harder. But it was I don't about- know if I could Oh my bad. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it was about fifty people, about fifty people total. So I don't know. Like, if if I lived overseas and one mm-hmm. of my homies was getting married in the states, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, like, especially Australia, <laughs> I gotta go to bum ass, bum ass USA, bro. Like, well, I mean, no, I'm just talking about, like the like the time of travel is just outrageous. Yeah. It's like a twenty four hour flight. I don't know if yeah. I'm trying to be up in the air for like 20 hours. Plus, plus the jet lag of when you get there, and yeah. Yeah, it's a whole that's different an, day. That's an investment. Man. That's an you investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see but it happen, I, though. I, I think people are starting to take this a bit more serious, and like, and that's that's fine with me. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm essential. <laughs> I'm about to say, you're still working, huh? Yeah, I'm still working. Like, you, gotta still leave, you gotta leave the house to work. I'm still doing like I'm doing everything basically that I normally would. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still I'm still grocery shopping like I normally would. Yeah. I'm buying a little bit of extra stuff every now and then. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm still just doing the same shit. Um, our business has been extremely slow. I imagine because. It, there's no dine-ins. There's it's only like we do the car hop shit and then deliver. Mm-hmm. And dude, straight up, they didn't do enough advertisement for the delivery shit because I went to the mm-hmm. bank the other day. And the bank teller, I know her, and she was talking to me and asking me how slow we've been or how we've been doing. And I told her it's been like we've been doing like I'm gonna say like we're doing like forty percent less than we normally do. Mm, yeah. And I told her, I said, yeah, we start because we don't deliver at lunch normally. Right. Since shit started, we've been doing it. And I told her, I was like, yeah, we deliver at lunch now from 11 to one thirty. She didn't even know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, and, but, like, the drive throughs like, Dairy Queen, McDonald's hadn't been that busy, but Dairy Queen's been busy as fuck. And you know yeah. that little drive-up little drive joint across the street from my house? Uh, vaguely. They've been busy as fuck every day. Hmm. For once, at least. Yeah. But after that, it's nothing. Is that a local business? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. 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 And I know your spot. I know your spot is a local business too. The stakes are different. The stakes are a lot different for local businesses. The thing is too, though, like, and that's kind of, and, and of course, I don't know how much they put into the advertising, but like, this would be the time to use your money to make money. Oh yeah. Like I'm not a stocks expert. I've I've copped a couple shares of a few airlines. You know what I'm saying for for the long term come up, but. Like advertising costs are at an all time are going to be at such a low because it just ain't no money. So, I mean, if you had some money, 
if you manage your money well as a, as a business, then like these advertising dollars, go go get in there and go advertise. Even if it was a risk, take that risk right now yeah. because it, it can't get you worse. Really, I mean, it's going to get worse. So I mean, might as well take that risk right now before yeah. it gets absolutely horrible. That's real, and you know, I mean, we talked about before, like you know, I I, I had, you know announced we had announced to the company, you know, which city I'll be moving to. Um, that's clearly obviously getting pushed back, but you know, my in office work, like I said, I work from home now for this is my, we just you know first week is down. So yeah. starting week two working from home, I luckily have a position that I can work from home. It's just a matter of discipline and getting my shit done. Some people ain't so lucky. Bro, you know have you heard about the factory back home? The what happened? The factory back home? No. There was, there's a case there at this factory back home. Mm-hmm. And if you want to take off for this, your job's at stake, I heard. Really? Like, they're closing. Really? Yeah. So they so they threaten them with, uh, if you don't show up, you out of here. Or you can use your vacation days. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Listen, like, I've never and like I've thought about it and shit, but like, I, I would never, I mean, if I was to go back home, mm-hmm. I, I would never ever fucking work there man because that that's fucking complete trash dude yeah yeah yeah. well two things for one don't ever work in a factory (laughs) if you can avoid it uh my no my mama told me this a long time ago she used to work in a factory uh that 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 eventually did close in the hometown she was like listen like whatever you do do not work in a factory so i mean that shit is painstaking it's toll taking um and secondly if you're gonna go back home don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that's to you personally. Been a long time. I've had visions of going back home, but like I would never go back home unless it was like to retire. Yeah, like the closest I'd get go back home would be like where you used to live. Yeah, or if it was like a second house. Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, get yeah, away from stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you know that, and of course you're talking about where I used to live. The the only way, the only location I would live in. I shouldn't say that though, because I'm thinking about like across the lake, the hometown. This yeah. is for the hometown listeners. Uh, this portion of the podcast. Uh, if not there, then like my main spot. If I, I always told myself if I were to go back home, I would live in Maywood. Oh yeah, oh no I doubt. Love, I love Maywood just as a um, some to aspire. To. I live two blocks from it, so it was like right there. I could walk around, right look at it. Hicks. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. So, mm. so cats losing their gigs over this man, and yeah. not like in the regular way. It's in the no come to work or or beat it way. Yeah, like like wow. you like you like you'll get like like we'll we'll get like what I read was because I seen the thing I seen the fucking the the post they made like the mm-hmm. the letter that somebody got from that place and they yeah. posted online. They're gonna implement the four hundred dollars. So you're gonna, get, you're gonna get four hundred bucks, basically. You're gonna get four hundred dollars if you do what? If you take off, <laughs> and then, okay. And then you will, you won't, you like, you'll get credited for marks for missing a day, for missing four days. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Credited. Explain that. I mean, like, like you can take these four days off, and they won't go and against be cool. the marks. 
four days out of four work, work weeks. Days. So that's, got, this place is open seven, like twenty four seven. Yeah. So. A minimum, so a minimum of twenty days, right? Not counting which ways the weekends fall. Oh, so a minimum of twenty days that you gotta work. Yeah. And we're gonna give you these four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, that's fucking that's fucked up, man. Ah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's at least about twenty two, twenty three days, not counting weekends. However, it shakes, and we're gonna give you this quick four, and you good. So- yeah. Damn, man. Nah, that's wild. That's wild. Nah, man. You know, I I, I got to be thankful, man, for, for my company, position I work in. This shit is, uh, they, they, you know, great leadership. They've, they've made it to where, you know, things can get done. At this point, it's a matter of, you know, putting in the effort. Because, listen, people still buying. Oh, yeah. You get the right clientele for your product, people are still buying. So, it ain't no time to be discouraged out here. Um, trying to trying to talk my fucking my bosses into looking at them fucking them stimulus packages, man. I mean, yeah, like, come on. You know, mm. I mean, like you don't have to pay it back as long as you do what you're supposed to do with it. Like basically, just pay your employees. Yeah, you don't have to pay it back. Oh man, well, expecting people to do what they're supposed to do in any situation is a yeah, far it's leap of faith. 50. Maybe not even. Maybe it's sixty forty on the bad side. <laughs> yeah, true enough, man. Otherwise, oh like, man, uh, go ahead, go ahead. But the only way that you have to pay it back is if you fire everybody, completely close up. Right. Like if you like shut it down one hundred percent, even after this shit gets over with. Right, right, right. So no wild insurance claims. No, no, yeah. uh, no freak fires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy, man. See, I was gonna ask how you are otherwise, but I mean, like, life for you technically hasn't really changed. Like, you still going to work, or has it changed at all? Have you done any reflecting? You been reading any new books? No, I ain't had time to read. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking dude, uh, a legendary skateboarder passed away yesterday. I know you're not really into skateboarding, Damn, but no, like, I, I hate to hear that. Period, though. Who's that? Jeff Grosso. He's only fifty-one. What was his last name? Grosso. Grosso. I would like to say it's familiar. I'm not sure that it is, though. No, keep going. But, yeah, he's only 51, and uh, he made a post on March 30th with, like, dancing with his kid. And then yesterday, just he was at the hospital on disclosed reason and passed away. 51. Oh, wow. So we don't even know what the cause was. No, he'd been sober for eight years. Mmm. Mm, but like, mm, mm. but I mean, from seeing that last post, it, I'm pretty sure he was sober. I mean, I don't know the guy personally, right? You know, man, that should have break your heart, man. That's kind of like the Eddie Guerrero situation. Um, like Eddie was clean for years, yeah. And then like his past demons came back and 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 you know took life from him. So that could have had something to do with Jeff. I mean, with right. all this <clears throat> with this COVID shit going on, you know what I mean. Weakened immune systems, and you know, and Eddie, you know, he, he died from I, I believe it was an enlarged heart. Like he had a heart attack. His heart was just too big for his body. Um, after all the, you know, uh, what he had done to it, I believe. I don't want to misquote myself, but I believe that was the cause. Um, speaking of that, you know, rest in peace with Jeff Grasso. Jeff Grasso, yes. Jeff Grasso, salute to Jeff Grasso. Rest easy. Um, 
as of the day, as of today, as we record this, yesterday was the uh, the one year passing of uh, Nipsey Hussle as well. Um, salute to the legend Nip. And it's actually hell. You know, and now I think about it, man. Because last year was the WrestleMania it episode. Like, it seems like we were just talking. To, like, like It seems like that just happened. Isn't this shit moving so quickly? Yeah. Like, like, not even enough time to like <clears throat> sit down and like think about it, you know? It's, it's been just a quick two months and change since Kobe passed, yeah. And, and Nipsey was a year shit. ago. Say it again. 2020 has been awful. <laughs> it has been one of the most bum-ass Jabot jeans-wearing-ass years, man. Jinkos. Bruh, big Jinkos with the underage <laughs> girlfriend. Ugh, big statutory. This shit is wild, bro, man. It was, like, it was like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking my dad was at work. Motherfucker fell off the back of a goddamn U-Haul. Holy Broke yeah, broke three ribs on his backside. Shit. Damn, yeah. Duke. Got it, man. Gots to be careful. Gots to be more careful. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I him. That's real. That reminds me of the Dave Chappelle stand-up. Um, I forget which one. It was one of the newer ones of the new ones he dropped. But he was talking about how, like, back in the day, back, back in the day, you know, before social media, like, we really had these, like, landmarks that stuck with us. Like, um, you know, the Challenger explosion in 1986. Like, you remember where you were in certain times, certain places, whereas now it's like something new happens this week. You don't have time to think about it because something new happened next week. Something new happened the next day. And you can't think about it and you get desensitized to it all. And then you realize, damn, a year later, Nipsey Hussle passed away a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's it's crazy. I, mean, I remember um, I was having a conversation a couple months back uh, on the way either to or from a bridal show doing work. We had talked about you know the idea of now what we were talking about isn't exactly in rel- in relation to this, but a point that was made is we were talking about like the forgiveness of black men and how like certain people can easily earn forgiveness and some can't. And I was talking about Chris Brown. And and I don't want to get into the specifics of, you know, what you think about Chris Brown or what anyone, any listener thinks about Chris Brown. But, you know, the Rihanna thing was in 2009. And person I was talking to was making the point that, I don't know if you remember, he got into, like, a huge club fight with Drake. I think I remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah. And the point that was being made from homie was like, yo, well, that was three years ago. Three years ago. I'm like, that was not three years ago. And I was kind of adam- I was kind of adamant about it, like adamant that it was for one not three years ago, and two bigger than the point that I was making. That yeah. shit was in 2012. And Damn. the overall point that I'm making is like, with social media and with technology, you don't get a chance to forget anything. Oh no! So much stuff feels like it just happened because you can find documented proof of it all so quickly. Especially when you find your own echo chambers, your own niches, your own corners of the world of where you get your media, what kind of media and news that you're actually into. Shit that happened in 2012 could feel like it happened in 2017. Oh, yeah. Shit, it could feel like it happened in 2019. Bruh. Straight up. Straight up, man. 
So and like it's kind of scary. It kind of is <laughs> a little bit, you know. <laughs> you know? Because a lot of legends, we talked about like Michael Jack, uh, not Michael Jackson, Michael uh, Michael Jordan before. You know, if my if, there, if social media wasn't around to this extent, when the legends we grew up with, you know what I'm saying? it. and that's what I didn't even think about that. Like we 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 walk the earth with like a bunch of bum ass thirteen year olds now, yeah, right. And so they're having. We were born in the eighties, Bruh, A golden time, a golden time to be born, right? So, like, not to say that hero worship is a good thing. It's definitely not. But, like, they don't get to look up to people the same way that we did. No. All your flaws are on display. All your bullshit is on display. It it, it don't take nothing for somebody to flip on anybody nowadays. And it takes everything to get them back. Yeah, exactly. Yup. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like I like I know like it, like I was looking for, like I was looking forward to 2020, you know, because it's like we had never seen the 20s. Mm-hmm. Like we were born in the 80s, like the 20s. <laughs> like what the fuck? This shit turning out like the fucking 1920s. All this no, bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> all this we bullshit, bro. We finished 25 percent. It's like yo, I can I give this game Take back. Take it back, son. I am like the only, done. The only thing we have going for 2020 right now is it's literally 420 all month. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's so funny, too? Like, a lot of social distancing is going to get broken for that, but a lot of it isn't. So a lot of cats yeah. is going to be in their crib doing what they do anyway. So I'm all 420 all month, looking at your bare walls and shit. Like, oh, okay, my friends. Big FaceTime Google Hangout party. See, yeah, dude, I, I don't like FaceTiming. <laughs> like video chat because like there's that dead silence every once in a while, and it's just like awkward. Even if it's like your best friend, it's like man, can we just go back to texting? Like uh, that's funny. Can I just think about what I'm gonna say for a second? Can I like forget? And yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Damn. So life hasn't changed for you. I've been. "Quote unquote quarantine for about a week." As far as I was working from home, I've been in the grocery store a couple times. Uh, How are the grocery stores there? I mean, they not flooded, flooded. They like fake flooded. People don't know how to traffic uh, grocery carts. Um, you guys shit wiped there yet? Still? You said what? You guys have toilet paper? Um, they might have recycled. I'm a wipes guy. I don't know. I've been a wipes yeah. guy yeah. since well, Trick wipes Daddy. Been out of stock here. You said what? The wipes. Been out of stock here, bruh. I went to go get some the last time I went, and it was down to like three packs. I was kind of tight. I was kind of tight. Like fuck, man. These these niggas done figured out what I figured out back in the <laughs> early O's. Damn, I was sick. I was kind of sick about it. So leave my shit alone. Some, I wanted to go buy some dish soap, and all they had was palm olive. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck with that palm olive. Man, I'm a dawn dude. <laughs> Me too. I get the uh, I get the blue one with the little baby ducks on the front. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that old Riveting. Man, they made that commercial like five or six years ago when they're cool cleaning up you. little ducks and all the save the ducks, man. With the 
Dawn. You know, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. Listen, creatures. I'm trying to tell you, listen, you cleaning baby ducks off. Who am I? Who am yeah. I? You know I'm washing dirty dishes. <laughs> I should have been buying the palm oil then. Nigga, palm them olive du- then so they can use the dawn yeah. for them little ducks. I'm trying to tell you, them ducks clean enough to eat off of. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, buddy. Uh, I will say this, though. I um, So I can't, like, leave. So I can't, like, get a haircut. Oh man, you're looking fucked up, ain't you? Which you know, my do rag been on. My do rag be on a lot, a little, a lot more in the day. But um, you say what? Shit puffing out. It's tough over here, man. It's tough. I can't front though. Like I'm kind of looking forward because I got at least another two weeks of working from home, right? What it looks like. I kind of want to see what this shit looks like. <laughs> Bro, do it. I ain't got no choice. <laughs> Yo, I just seen some shit. It was it was on Facebook. It might have been a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But like barbers are now charging like fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars for a haircut to come to your crib and cut your hair. I believe it. I, I mean, yeah. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't want anybody coming through. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's that. But between you know their travel and the service, I believe it. I, I'm I'm sure barbers are taxing for that in home cut. I'm sure. Me, I'm gonna let it rock, man. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to get this little quarter beard. See if my little, my little, my little yeah. lamb chops will connect to my chin. I'm curious now. I'm gonna cut it off, but I'm curious now. Yeah, have fun with it, man. I might as well, man. I'm gonna keep, uh, you know, deep brushing. I'm gonna get the hard brush and get these waves in right for that haircut. That's gonna be, boy, that's gonna be crazy. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing that. If if you even share the. Uh... If you even share what it looks like, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I might, you know, I might share a little before and after. You know what I'm saying? I ain't scared. Cats know why. Cats know why. Know what it is. Um, yeah, I like this little, you know what I'm saying? My little eight, my little, my little eight chin hairs, you know what I'm saying? Connect to my other little, little faux chin hairs, you know what I'm saying? Why not? Why it. not, man? Speaking man, of, uh, Found a new outlet for chugging beers and shit, man. Ooh, pardon me. Tell me. Quarantined beer chugs. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, no. Quarantined beer chugs. Tell me more. Plus, my first one on Sunday, man. It was, it it like, was hot. It's like a different style of chugging. How do you? I mean, you just you just drink beer. That's that's really it. But I mean, if you, if you got some style to it, people, people always like the style. They love the sizzle. The steak got to be there, but they, they got to have some sizzle. I'm still getting some sizzle from my Sunday post, man. Oh it's, man, it's, yeah. I heard you was out here having your little viral moments, Duke. Dude, like, well, I'm working on a new vest. Posted that shit this past like couple weeks ago. Always respectable. Had like three bands share it. Uh, that's what's up. And then, and then this quarantine chug beers shit, man. Like, <laughs> man, man, it got to the point right to put my fucking phone up. Cause it's like, I'm, I can't keep uh, up. Y'all shit, y'all shit blowing up. Why I'm blowing <laughs> up. <laughs> and, and I don't like, like, to, like to boast about that shit, but that shit ain't ever happened. Like, cause I, I've been doing this shit for a while now, you know, I've been doing hey. this Shotgun and beers for a couple of years at least now, and 
Man. My man's going viral off his hobbies. That's what's up. That's the American dream. Man. That's the American dream, man. I see me on Tosh for an hour or some shit. I don't know. Does he still, does that still come on? Like new episodes? I couldn't tell you, actually. <laughs> we'll bring that shit back. <laughs> we'll bring it back. That's real. I, uh, I had mentioned Eddie Guerrero a little bit ago. I had, uh, I watched parts one and two of the, uh, Chris Benoit Dark Side of the Ring thing. Um, I, it was it was very tough. Um, I know there's a little bit of wrestling content, but like the story overall is just it's not it's not a wrestling story. It just happened to happen within the realms of it. It's a heartbreaking fucking story, man. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. I was texting in the group chat a little bit about it. Um, that's that's tough. I enjoyed the ending. Of um, his son and uh, the auntie getting back together. Yes, that was nice. Relationship. No, that's definitely nice. That's Just definitely because, nice. like, like what they were talking about, like they each were being told different stories. What sounds like from family on yeah. each side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't want to see each other, which was sound like complete bullshit, and it turned out to be true that it was complete bullshit. Right. And that's golly, man. And that's the thing with death overall. And I've had to experience it way more than I, you know, would like to admit. But that will show you death brings things out of people. It brings things out of people, man. The worst traits, man. People stop thinking clearly. Um, You know, and listen, I've I've fallen victim to that. I've stopped thinking clearly, but I never stopped, like... I never looked at the people around me, the people who I love and who love me. I never looked at them differently. Like You had different intentions. I had different ways of moving that only affected me, right? I've been there, man. You know that. Yeah, like I never... I And again, you know, tell, telling you about it, like anyone who I had any kind of like falling out with or tension with, like... You earned it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've always been able to compartmentalize, not to brag on myself considering what we're talking about, but like just the overall thought. Like, there are people who I haven't spoken to in years or have just really tough, awkward conversations with where our relationship changed based on someone's death. You know what I mean? And so to see how relatable that story was of how they just couldn't even have a relationship, knowing that they lost such important people in their lives, that shit was heartbreaking. But you're right. You know, to see them come back around was was great. And, like, dude, like, dude what, like, what got to me in that whole thing was, like, nobody from WWE, like, reached out after the whole shit. Like, yeah. Like, JR went to the funeral and nobody fucking wanted him there. And I feel like JR, like, absolutely had good intentions when he went to that funeral. But yeah. nobody wanted him there because he was associated with WWF. And, you know, with that, too, just the thought of. And I get, like, and I don't like it, but I, I get why they probably felt that way because, like, in the news, the news was all steroids and wrestling, right? Yeah. That's steroids all I have heard. and wrestling. And so, and that's the thing too, right? Talking about forgiveness, right? So, when the story breaks, like, it's front page news everywhere, right? Now, if the headline is wrong and you got to run that correction, like that, WWE did. that noise is so much quieter. Yeah. 
is so much quieter. So the idea of steroids in wrestling, you you gotta you gotta eliminate that. But when it came out that his brain was like fucked. was fucked, that news didn't make the same amount of noise. Now you can you can maybe blame the the you can blame wrestling, you can blame Chris Benoit, but that part of the story didn't come out. And so maybe partially, you know, it was them covering their ass, but WWE got there first as far as CTE and the effects of concussions. And to where everyone else is following suit, everyone else, every other major sporting, uh, major sporting company has to follow suit. From what WWE realized first, and it's definitely a, a, I mean, you can't overstate how fucked up that is. That that's what it had to come to to understand that. But it's unfortunate that it had to come to that from people yeah, understand it. Yeah, and it seems like such common sense, like now, right? Like we've been watching. I mean, hell, wrestling aspect, we were watching Steel Chairs to the Head for years. People have been watching two grown-ass men, 200 to 250 pounds, running at each other full speed and smacking heads for generations, right? And like back then, though, it was like, but like you know, back then, it was like if somebody was like, oh, I'm hurting, they'd be like, you better toughen up, boy. Tape that shit up. Take that shit up. Come on, yeah. Get up, get it, get, get it again. back in there, or that, or that spot. And now it's you like spot. you can't do that, like because mm-hmm. you are going to fucking, you are going to fuck yourself up in the long term. I mean, yeah. like, dude, Chris Benoit's fucking finishing move. Was I never diving realized. Headbutt. I never realized, like, because when they were talking about it on the show, like, how bad it actually fucks up your back too. Yeah, back, neck, all that, man. Yeah, like whenever your head hits that motherfucker, your your neck snaps back. Listen, momentum don't lose. No, <laughs> and neither does gravity. And, and I mean, uh, Chris Moore said he doesn't. He doesn't. He couldn't even tell you how many fucking uh, concussions he had. Yeah, and that's you know? that's scary. That is very it, scary. It's it one of the saddest Dark Side of the Rings I've ever seen. And you know what? I've only watched a few. I watched. I watched uh, Macho and Liz. After that, I'm definitely. I definitely want to see the New Jack episode. Oh um, yeah. And I definitely want to see the Dino Bravo episode later this year. They that just announced the next episode. Oh, I'm sorry. What was it? Go ahead. Because um, uh, I, I remember seeing it and I forgot myself. Shit. Hold on. I just looked it up. Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, though, the Dino Bravo episode, I think, is going to be, like, incredible. And I know we like to blend, like, save the wrestling content for later, but this is, like, quality viewing content like i i'm definitely looking forward to the fantastic stories yeah the dino bravo story if you don't know how the dino bravo story ends and that's not quite a spoiler alert but it's it's a hell of a it's a hell of a story (laughs) so and i don't even know the true nuances of it i know the beginning i know the end uh the next up is uh brawl for all oh (laughs) that's right (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm about to check that out too. I gotta check that out too. Uh, yeah, man. But otherwise, during this quarantine, man, you know, I've been working. I've been doing in-home workouts. Your boy been doing a little insanity with Sean T a little bit. Uh, Sean T, bruh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's insane. Um, I've been watching some Snowfall, man. I listened to you and uh, 
thoroughly enjoying Snowfall. What episode are you on? Um, it's been a few days. I'm on. I'm on season two. So episode okay, like bet. maybe four or five of season two. That's getting real deep. Uh, this is us season just wrapped up. That was a hell of a way to end the season. Um, highs and lows emotionally. Uh, Bro, that first that first couple episodes of the first season of Snowfall were pretty like intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my man has changed. <laughs> Big my time. Man, my man Franklin has changed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very much so. Um, I'm glad I, you enjoy it. You said what? I said I'm glad you enjoy it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you had mentioned it a couple times, and I had like you know definitely heard about the show, but I had never, uh, never got a chance to look it in to, to to take it in. Yeah, I enjoy, it, man. I'm I'm definitely enjoying. It. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to more episodes of that. My man Franklin single handedly brought crack to LA, though. Come on, man. Come on. Nah, not, not just him. I, I mean, mean he, he got the tools from another organization. I mean, you yeah, know but you know, <laughs> he got, yeah, I know. That was, you know, what I mean, that was that the raw, the raw. But then he got the recipe in Oakland and brought it all the way back to L.A. And he, all right, all right, whatever you say. You got the Pyrex okay. out. Yep, yep, yep. The Maya, the Mayates. <laughs> <laughs> what else, man? I found out there's a third season of Black Jesus, which I I was hoping for. I didn't know they already dropped it. You know that's Lamar from uh, GTA Five, right? That is, yep. Yeah, <laughs> LD, LD. Yeah. So, for for those who have played GTA Five but never saw Black Jesus, um, Lamar, Lamar Davis, uh, the voice of Lamar Davis is who plays Black Jesus on the show Black Jesus. Um, that show, man, like just hilarious, right? But I've like. I need to I need to watch it again. You gotta you gotta watch it. I started messing with season three. I'm only like an episode or two in, but like after after I got over how hilarious it is, I finally realized that this show is genius. Oh yeah. It's genius. <laughs> like, think of the premise. Jesus is some dope ass, regular ass hood nigga in Compton who Likes going to jail because that gives him time to like do work on the people. Do Jesus work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And I don't want to give nothing away. Just a little minor, little minor thing. But like the last episode I watched was like he's being watched by this like rival gang of women, and one of the girls swears she wants to fuck Jesus. <laughs> like she's calling, <laughs> she's calling Jesus fine and shit. It's like, yo, don't be calling. Yo, stop calling Jesus fine. Like, yes. <laughs> there's one there's one woman in there who is uh her baby daddy just can't get right. And she was like, she was telling me, yo, stop calling Jesus a nigga. That's my <laughs> Like the premise of the show, outside being hilarious, it is it is genius. It is genius. So who, who I, I created the show of Aaron Magruder, the okay. creator of the Boondocks. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, the creator <laughs> of the Boondocks. Yep, 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 yep. Is this, I, this his first, like, live, well, not, like, live show, but, like, actual like live, live action? Yes. Um, That I don't know. 
I would lean toward yes, but that I really don't know. Well, if it is his first live action show, he fucking hit it out of the park. Bruh. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah, that show was, that show was fun. That show was fun. Um, I gotta say, man, I tried, but I fell asleep during the first episode of Tiger King. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a late night. I was tired. So uh, I wanted I wanted I, to bring I wanted to I bring did. something to talk about on the, for, as far as that goes, but I didn't get too far. Oh, uh, dude, I watched it all last Monday. Like, I couldn't <laughs> stop. Like, bro, like, I, dude, this is one of the craziest fucking stories I've ever heard in my fucking life. Yo, the motherfucker came to the hometown mall back in the day. I saw that. Yep, I, I saw that. <laughs> So the map that he they had on the fucking on the on the vi- on the show, I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, That's right in hilarious. the little area where we were at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the gay, fucking gun toting politician, country music musician. He's got two husbands <laughs> at once. <laughs> at once. <laughs> He, and somebody uh, asked my video, I said, do you carry the gun for the Tigers? Hell no. I care for all the, the crazy some bitches around here. That's real. He said, hell no. That's funny. That's real. That's real. It's so funny to me because where I live right now, right? Like, they've been telling stories about this dude. Before the show came out? Bruh, I be, we'll be in like a morning meeting in like four, five, six months ago. They're telling stories about this guy. Oh my God. And then the documentary drops. And they're like, yeah, we've been telling you. <laughs> Yo, he used to have wrestling out there at his fucking zoo. I fucking believe it. <laughs> like, I'm that's, pretty sure Enzo was out there. That's the fucking normal part. <laughs> Bro, it oh. is. No, you, you have to watch it like. Like, try to watch them before the next episode. Yeah. Just see, yeah. be like, oh, like, because once you actually, like, if you're awake, like, try to start it when you're awake. Yeah. Like, good to wake, because you won't be able to turn it off. You Like, every episode, you'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the way that, like, the what, what I did see of the first episode is, like, there's clearly, like, okay, outside of, like, people's reactions, outside of the fact that there are, like, seven episodes, right? But the way it's laying out, like, that reporter guy, I forgot the reporter's name. Um, but, like, the people they're just talking to, just building the exposition, building the foundation. Clearly, this story is fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I guess they started, like, recording this, like, two years ago. And yeah. Joe, Joe Exotic, <laughs> yeah, guy's name, he wanted them to record everything, never turn the camera off. Yeah. And they recorded everything. Oh shit, man! So, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna see what's up with that. I gotta see what's up with that. So, yeah, man, I think it's a good time. Sorry, man, we're 43 minutes in, and this went by super fast. Oh yeah, super fast. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode <laughs> 64 of the Hard Camera THC. L-X-I-V, and I am your guy, Juve, that's J-U-V, just turn to your visual, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Lucha Bros. Big Ren, man, let me know how to get reach on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A-Motherfucker, 
A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Then you can also find me on Snapchat, Moffed Up three sixteen M A A F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, my guy. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve, man. Hit the articles and the updated whatnots and the here to forth and the things of that nature. And of course, check out the hard camera page itself on Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Who'd have thunk it? We're looking to build up that following, man. Create something real, create something bigger and bigger and better and better and bigger and better. Um Ren. Now so we- we we know why we know why we're here. Uh, WrestleMania. We're definitely gonna get to that in a quick second. Any other like wrestling related news that's kind of sticking out to you? I got one thing to kind of chat about, but anything kind of sticking out to you? Uh, that doesn't have, and I should specify that doesn't have anything anything to do with WrestleMania. Um. Teddy Hart got arrested again or something like that. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Let's keep it uh keep it a little a little happier. Um I didn't even read about it, no, yeah. I just yeah. see the headline. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I I saw the headline. I saw that's all I need to see. Um but uh AEW has announced that they are uh, holding a tournament for another championship. Um which I'm down for. I've been saying for a while AEW would be great with like a TV title. And it's I another think, championship. What's that? It's a it's a brand new title. Brand new title, and I think it's along the lines of a TV championship. It's called the TNT Championship. I like that. I am down for that. They've got the uh, first eight, well, I guess the eight men competing for the title um, in a tournament where the uh, finals will be held in May at, at double or nothing. Um, let's go over this quick lineup, man. So we've got a, and this is all round one, of course. We've got Cody versus Sean Spears. We've got Kip Sabian versus Dustin Rhodes. We've got Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, and we've got Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana. Ooh. Anybody sticking out as like a guy who could take it all? Shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you there. Like, I'm just looking forward to uh, possibly Dustin Cody again. I hear you. Well, looking at the bracket, and I don't have the bracket right in front of me, but if I look at the bracket right, they can't meet until the finals. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, know. okay, if I, if I got to pick one, then I'm going to go with Sammy. Sammy as the winner? Yeah. yeah, the winner of Sammy and Darby will face the winner of Cody and Sean Spears. Cody's going to win. Going to beat Sean Spears? Yeah, but Cody's not going to make it all the way. Yeah. I, you know what? Just looking at the field, I can get I can get out Cody, Dustin, and Lance Archer. Um, Clearly, Cody and Lance Archer are on the way to something big. Oh, so yeah. So I see them. Yeah, I see them at, at double or nothing. Dustin Rhodes, I think Lance might use as some kind of collateral against Cody. That's a fucking um, great idea. Either and if and if not collateral, then I could see Dustin making it maybe to you know up to the finals 
um, as like the veteran to put over the young guy, but give the young guy a great match on the way to the championship. They just get uh, straight massacred and Cody loses it. Say that again. And then Dustin gets straight massacred and Cody loses it. Completely. Yeah, like maybe, Let's like maybe. Kickboxer one. Right. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that is hilarious. Like maybe, like maybe Lance like faces Dustin in round two, and like he doesn't get pinned, right? But lose, but loses by DQ because he beats too much ass. You know. Oh yeah, I'm with that. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, honestly, though, I could see, I'm kind of leaning towards Sammy as well. Sammy kind of seems like the obvious choice because he's with the inner circle, but he's, I mean, he's figured out this live TV thing so well. Dude, yeah, he's, like, he's fucking fantastic. He's becoming very, very important. Um, so honestly, I would say, yeah, the winner between Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen is, has a good shot of taking it all. I personally, I feel like, like heels are best to be like the first ones to win a championship. Yes. But also this, the, this the, is different though. Yeah, like the feel good moment. But this could be Darby's feel good moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that too. You know? And the thing is it's very he's, interesting. He's got, he's got nothing but scraped. Yeah. Ever since he's been in, we've been put on <laughs> matches. Every match yeah. he's been was top five, top ten. Yeah, he said nothing but scraped. <laughs> but no, that's a real thing, man. And it's really interesting too because in that first round, you know, it's Cody versus Sean Spears, so they clearly have history, right? Versus the winner of Sammy and Darby, who clearly have history. But also, I mean, look, let's say Cody wins, and then let's say Darby Allen wins. They've got history too. Yeah. So it's like, how do you create a certain kind of parody while also, and you don't have to, you don't have to create parody, but also keeping everyone whole as far as a great match goes and still telling the overall story. So I'm really, I'm really interested in, in, in how this is going to go, especially those first two matches on oh, that side of the bracket. And, so. and it seems like everybody knows everybody well enough in the whole tournament where they're, every single match is going to be good. Yeah, no doubt. It's, no it's doubt. all gonna it's all gonna flow really well. No doubt. So I see Lance Archer getting Colt Cabana out of there. Yeah, but not quite making the finals. Um, yeah, I see Cody and Lance somehow costing each other. They're gonna they're gonna they're something's gonna happen with this tournament where they can't avoid each other. But I'm looking forward to that. So, oh, you know what? We never really even really uh, we never even really talked about it. We uh, the exalted one. Has been uh, revealed. I was surprised. Really? I thought, didn't you like say it? Well, I mean, I picked both of the two guys that just came in. Gotcha, true. But, like, I figured it was going to be Matt. More so than, than uh, Brody Lee. Yeah, I'm cool with Brody, though. I'm cool with Brody Lee doing it. Um, I guess a lot of people were upset with that promo they hit last week. <laughs> well, it depends on which people you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I guess Vince was pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, or at least people around Vince that you know Brody Lee is parroting some of Vince's uh, idiosyncrasies. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you know I, I I didn't get to watch AEW uh, this past Wednesday's AEW, but I did get to like read the the breakdown of it. It sounds like Brody Lee's 
at least the early foundations of his character are going to be based on some of those idiosyncrasies, which I'm not sure that I like. Um, uh, it's like, you're fucking, like uh, fucking with the bear or whatever type thing. Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, we know. Like, we know you left WWE. They weren't using you right. We know. But don't let that be your entire character. Like, I agree. show them. Show them what they're missing. Right? Yeah, so not 100%. it's it's one thing for him to do promos because he hasn't he, he not like he he wasn't doing promos in WWE. So it's it's one thing for him to do promos and be able to speak coherently, intelligently. That's a, definitely a step up. But like, get over that shit. Like on TV, I understand. I understand anger. I understand that. But get over that shit on TV. Like be be you. you made it. You made it. You made it out. So be your company, be you, be the exalted one, and show them what they're missing. Instead of taking all that time to to, to shoot shots, you know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't ring well for me. Um, but I, I no, I actually agree with you. Yeah, but I mean, he's free. At least he's free. Um, and then of course we had the debut of Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, what do you think about his debut so far? I, I thought it was cool the second night that they did it. Mm-hmm. Like when I don't know if you've seen that. Um, they got to play around with the cameras and shit like that. And yeah, it was fun. Like the men appear at different places mm-hmm. all during this one promo. It was pretty cool. Yeah, but like I don't like I'm just kind of over Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, I listen. thought his, I thought his last in ring work was kind of just like sloppy. Mm-hmm. And just like it, like just didn't seem like it was like he was giving it his all. I don't know. I could be wrong. I respect that. And you know, also, I mean, it was also a retread of the Hardy Boys. They didn't let him really do the Woken Matt Hardy like long enough or well enough. And yeah. then him and Bray Wyatt split. And he just came back as like the other Hardy Boy. So he probably wasn't inspired at all. Um, I don't. Think- Go ahead. No, 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 I was just saying I don't blame him. Yeah, and I think that I'll put it this way. Now I didn't see too much of I didn't I didn't I didn't see any of Broken Matt Hardy in TNA, right? Um, but it is 2020, and now this is just me. Of course, it's just me. I'm speaking for one man. Watching the way that AEW has presented itself as like a serious athletic company who when they do drama and theatrics they do it from a realistic point of view right yes oh yeah i'm not sure that teleportation works for them yeah because they're not gonna be able to do this shit live (laughs) yeah yeah Right, and that's that's definitely the advantage of you know the empty arena. They can do other things, but like we know, people can't teleport in real life. So (laughs) to have us like to have your announcers sell it that way, and have to have us believe that he's teleporting, it's like okay, all right, all right, okay, Bucko. Like the reason I like Orange Cassidy so much is because. His comedy, it doesn't expose the business and it doesn't like insult my intelligence, right? It's realistic comedy. Yeah. And 
a man teleporting from place to place isn't realistic for me. <laughs> and I think they were just trying to get creative with it. Yeah, and, you know, and I and I'll give Matt Hardy his due. We we talked about the brilliant mind of Matt Hardy, mad times, right? So maybe this is just the beginning, right? Like. Broken Matt is how you make the intro to AEW, and then you do something else. And also, too, and I don't want to speak too soon, because, guys, we're working on the Q&A episode of The Hard Camera, which will be coming later this month. Uh, we've definitely gotten some questions about Matt Hardy, so I don't want to answer those too soon. We'll, we'll answer those you know, in, in, a, in, in a few weeks, so stay tuned, stay locked with us. But we got to address that elephant in the room, that broken, broken elephant in the room. Ah, yeah, I took a little sip too. Been talking a lot, <laughs> a lot of talking. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know what? Let's get into it, Brody. We are about fifty-six minutes in, and we ain't even touched the reason we came here today, man. This, uh, <sighs> okay, hold up, hold up, zoop, 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 zoop. Let me do this right, right? Yeah. It is WrestleMania 36, too big for one night, taking place this weekend, April 4th and April 5th. Okay, now I can bring the energy back down. Let me ask you, how how you feeling, man, about this year's WrestleMania? I don't think it's really the showcase of the mortals this year because it's a showcase of the recorded. Bruh, everybody dying. <laughs> You I know. feel you. Ain't no immortals. No. No uh, immortals. I, um... So, of course, as you know, on Sundays, I do, like, my little Sunday service thing on Instagram. And uh, shout out to the homie Evan. I didn't answer it that night because it was more of a question to be answered for, for today. Um, he, he, he asked me, he said, is it just me? Or is no, it too not. hard, or is it really hard to get excited for WrestleMania this year? It's extremely hard to get excited for WrestleMania this year, Evan. You aren't alone. <laughs> I want to dig in with that, though, because, like, yes, it's really hard to get excited for this year's WrestleMania, right? And, like, we haven't, no, but, like, like dude, nothing like this has ever happened. Exactly. This is such an anomaly like this has never happened before. Never happened before. You draining it? You want to mute the mic while you? It's okay. Do your thing. But <laughs> I'm still here. This is no, <laughs> no doubt live and full effect. But this, this has, is more live than WrestleMania is going to be. <laughs> God damn it! Air five. Although you're busy, <laughs> he's still. <laughs> Still managed to make the Air 5 happen. Um, yeah, absolutely. The, the thing is, man, you know what? I, I 150%, like, I wish I had more percents. Like, I have to commend them for being adamant about putting the show on, right? Oh, yeah. Now, some might say, of course, they were fighting for, you know, to still have it in Tampa. And some might say, some might question whatever, you know, integrities or whatever motivations you know, to get them there. Maybe it was the check. Maybe it's the insurance. Maybe it was whatever. But also, Certainly maybe a shitload of money. A, a shitload of money. But also, maybe it was the idea of listen. This is fucking WrestleMania, 
and people are not at their best right now, right? Mm-hmm. Morale wise, people aren't at their best. But damn it, we we got eight hours, sixteen matches. We gonna put on a fucking show. I mean, I haven't seen the act. I mean, I'm sure they will never actually say the names of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just hearsay. But there's a bunch of people in the backstage that were hoping this shit was gonna get postponed. I'm sure, and with a company large enough, even with my company that I work for, like there were people who know wish we started working from home sooner. There are some who don't want to work from home. So yeah, I, I imagine with such a large company, you're gonna get that dichotomy. Um, and of course, we've seen a lot of the names, or, or I should say, a couple of the names who reportedly, you know, were not part of the WrestleMania taping. Um, but it comes down to this, man imagine like i had to sit here and really think about this one day like we're doing you know the weirdest wrestlemania ever two days performance center plus a boneyard plus a firefly funhouse plus whatever on different locations right but imagine if there were no wrestlemania i mean like no that's not possible i'm saying right i'm saying (laughs) Like, June or July would have been cool, you know? But would it have been? But then, like, the, but then they would have had to, like, push, like, they would have had to rearrange every single pay-per-view, like, exactly. SummerSlam would have, I mean, SummerSlam would have been right be after, SummerSlam would have been right after WrestleMania. <clears throat> yeah. And how do you, like, not tell stories for two yeah. months, right? So, like, on the flip side, I got to commend AEW for holding off on Blood and Guts, but also, oh, yeah. they didn't just, like, fill it up with, like, promos and classic matches. They, yes. they're, they're still building a story, right? Well, so, two weeks ago, they had, they, I mean, they had MJF and his little squad out, in, out ringside. And on the other side of the ring, they had, like, Cole Cabana and a couple other dudes. Like, they had the heels and the, and the faces on each side of the ring sitting yeah. in the crowd. Right. And, that's and that was fun. creative. That was fun because they were yeah. still getting lit. Yeah, like there's like I mean there's heels and baby faces in in WWE, but I feel like in AEW they're more set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and and the point I was kind of getting to was that yeah, like yeah, we gotta stay at home. You know, we gotta we can't go places. But the thing is, like, if you have a story to tell, that How do you stop? that shouldn't affect your story. Mm-mm. And so I think that's also, you know, yeah, uh, you know, on one hand, imagine if there were no WrestleMania, but also, like, it feels like, you know, listen to old podcasts and just everything you, you hear about, you know, the WWE machine in the years past, like, they would book for the WrestleMania next year and then book backwards. Like, they had a destination in mind. And it feels like... They don't do that anymore. No, I yeah. I agree hundred percent. I mean, like, and dude, like it, it, like dude, I don't know why, but it seems like I don't know. I enjoy AEW. Seems like they've been doing this a whole lot better than like WWE and NXT have. Yeah, I'm gonna give NXT love. They still figuring it out. Yes. Raw and SmackDown are not. (laughs) 
I'm less compelled to watch when I was less compelled to watch when they had crowd. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So it ain't even so much yeah the fans, but like, and we've lim- we've lamented this fact for <laughs> two years. Change that the the stories aren't there anymore. I would say the last good me and you were texting. You were you watched WrestleMania 30 on ESPN, and yes. then they showed 32. I always maintain that WrestleMania 32 was the turning point for this new era. Say it again. Yeah, it was awful. It for one was fucking awful. Um, Triple H and Roman Reigns—that was one of the worst matches ever. Yeah, well, you know the in-ring product was awful, but it also was like the most just corporate. WrestleMania, it felt, it just felt so corporate to me, like something was missing, and I think they, that was a a direct, like, purposeful change to appear more corporate, but get rid of all the stuff that we love. WrestleMania 31, to me, was like the last, like, truly good WrestleMania. Like, there there were bright spots in... Every WrestleMania since then, up and down, a lot of forgettable stuff. But like 31 was the last good one, I would say. It was hard. I mean, and I got to give it to him. It's it's going to be hard to beat WrestleMania 30. It is. It is. But And I think the point I'm making is that, like, it was the last... It was the last WrestleMania that kept... That truly kept pro wrestling aspects. Whereas everything after that... 2016 and up has just felt like a corporate machine just getting by on the name because they're making money over fist. So they don't have to do any of the stuff that we love them for. They're just going to keep making the money. You're you're 100% right. I I think they've been reaching too hard ever since. They've got so many... They've been trying to do way too much more than they actually need to. Like, just give us what we came here for. I think what it is, they've got so many irons in the fire making them so much money that the actual product doesn't have to be any kind of decent. No, that's 100% correct. Yeah. They got WWE Films. They got the network. They got got it all. To where the actual week-to-week product doesn't have to be good at all. They think they're too big to fail right now. And then with this shit happening right now, we're going to see. Which they're not going to fucking fail. But Right. But I got to give them this. I am interested. You know what? This might, this might go down as being one of the most watched WrestleManias out of just sheer curiosity. Oh, yeah. No, I, I 100% agree with that because like they could they could get so creative with it. Yeah, like they could make this. They could make the. They could literally make this WrestleMania like a fucking movie. Eggs. Oh man. Hey. Facts. Yes, they you absolutely know. could. Why, two two why movies. Shouldn't they? Like they should definitely make this like a fucking movie. Like this is like Mortal Kombat on WWE. <laughs> hey. Hey. Right? That is real. That is real because they've taped everything, so they can yeah. edit. They can edit everything, and they are editing everything to get it to exactly how they want it. Exactly. So yeah, you're right. 
You're absolutely right. They, this they is got, this is WrestleMania match, the movie. They've got two matches that aren't in the ring, so those are going to be the fun ones. You've got the Firefly, and then you've got the Boneyard. Yeah. And then you've got the other two, just straight Kumite style, in the fucking ring. Yeah. Wow. I would hope, though. I would hope, because thinking about it, that means the Firefly Fun Firefly Funhouse, say that three times fast, match has to be on a different day than the than the Boneyard match. You can't have those on the same day. So I hope I would I would hope not, but I you can't have those on the same day. So what I'm wondering is and what I'm scared about is it being two days and of course you can't have those two matches on the same day. I would hope that they don't make the same like the same show twice, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, but and I, and I also hope that they don't get used to this two day WrestleMania shit, bruh. Like this is a learning experience. Like maybe oh, yeah, WrestleMania no, thirty seven with this one. Yeah, so it's like thirty seven could either be two days, or they might like get a clue and take that eight hours down to like five, maybe. That's a good call, too. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Because Five eight is still hours, a lot. <laughs> but that eight hours is like, that, that's that's work. Yeah, that's a work shift out the ass, yeah. That is a fact, man. Damn. Hopefully they got their network set up. Like, hopefully the, like, And there should be no reason for hiccups on the network this year with this shit being already Listen. pre-taped. They bet. Listen, they better be ready. Cause, like I said, this might go down as one of the most watched WrestleMania. Just out of sheer curiosity, like, how oh, are they going to do this? I'm already um, like, like, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to start WrestleMania live on. Well, it's not gonna be live, obviously. I'm not gonna be able to start start on Saturday night because I gotta work. Uh, but when I turn that TV on, I'm gonna have my fucking TV on mute and have my fucking hand over the TV with just a little bit. So I can see the top corner. If, it, if there's a fucking match going on, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Nah, fuck that. True. I feel you. I feel you. But along with you know, like the sheer curiosity, we ain't got no other sports. No, and, we, I, and I feel like that's where they're doing this. Yeah. Like, we've like got, we got no other semblance of competition going on. So anyone who has a competitive bone in their body, no matter what they say about wrestling, you're gonna have listen. There's going to be mad people watching WrestleMania who are going to shit all over it because it's fake, it's this, it's this, it's Well, motherfucker, you still watching, though, with your bored yeah. ass, you know what I'm saying? And we're so, still putting up content. They're still putting up content. I've been watching old, like, they've been playing old-ass NASCAR races on fucking ESPN. <laughs> See? fucking hyped. Right. Because right. they Like, they used to fight and wreck people and shit all the right. time. Right, right, right. <laughs> We need that. We need some kind of semblance of entertainment, of competition. And so that's why I got to commend Vince McMahon and the gang, too. Like, we always... What up? Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, we keep saying, you know, it might be for the check, it might be for the ego. But, like, even if it is for the check or for the ego, they're still going on. They're still providing us with something. So I got to commend, and you know, WWE for WrestleMania, but I got to commend AEW as well, because they've been at, they've been on every week. They've like, got to start filming more on the downtime. I feel you, I feel you. But the gist of it is, pro wrestling is saving our lives. Hey, you ain't lying, bro. Ain't lying. All these haters. Saving our lives. <laughs> That's real. 
That might be the title of the show. I don't know. I ain't sure yet. Saving our lives. Pro wrestling is saving our lives. My guy, we have 15 matches to get into. Um, I'm going to pot of coffee tomorrow morning. What's that again? I'm going to need a pot of coffee tomorrow morning. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Listen, man. A good, like, fifth of these, we ain't got to really talk too much about. It's just some shit they threw on. We're going to get into all this shit. Um, dead ass, man. But, yeah, you know what? Before we go into that, let's uh, update everyone with our official numbers. Big Ren, you're sitting at 84 out of 141 matches predicted. That is uh, 59.57%. Your guy Juve is sitting at 95 out of 141 for 67.37%. We got 15 whole matches. <laughs> so, yeah. So, numbers-wise, there is a chance, right? Of course, me and you haven't gone over our own predictions. Um, one match I did see was some kind of announced. However... Um, the Miz reportedly is not taking part or had or did not take part in the WrestleMania 36 taping. So I didn't include it there. It was going to be a triple threat ladder match. Uh, Usos, New Day, and Miz and Morrison. Um, I didn't include that match. Uh, Usos just fought this past Friday and went to uh, no contest. Right. Yep. Miz and Morrison got involved. And so that led to the triple threat ladder match. But apparently... Apparently, Miz backed out or, or decided not to take part in the ladder oh. match. Um, I can't talk. I can't talk shit about anybody backing out of this shit, like with everything that's going on. I can't. I I can't either. I guess. And you know what? I'll, and I'll be honest. I haven't seen the last. Why well, I haven't watched a, a SmackDown since October? Has Roman Reigns been on SmackDown since this started? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. And the thing is, you know, Usos and New Day. Right, fought to a no contest because Miz and Morrison got involved. So clearly, Miz was there, and so I'm and wondering. He was bored, though. Well, and even better, I'm wondering. Okay, well, if you can show up to you know this taping, what is the difference between this taping and the WrestleMania taping? No, I agree. So not to not to disparage, not to disparage. I I mean that man has different motivations, different things to to those, take care of. But but those questions are going to be brought up. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and they got to be asked. Like, what's the difference between this taping and this taping? When especially when I would imagine there won't be as many people in the building. I can only imagine though. You never you never know what's behind the scenes. But that's me. That's just me. I don't know. It's worth uh worth. Worth wondering. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into it, man. Um, first off, and most of these I'm picking on the fly, I'll be honest. Some of these are, are, I'm already set on. Most of these I'm picking on the fly, my guy. Um, first off, man, we have Elias versus King Corbin. Talk to me. Give it to Elias. Going fresh Elias. Come, yeah, fresh comeback. I mean, he hasn't really had a match since he came back yet. When I give it to him, everybody hates Corbin still, and not not that I don't like Corbin. He, I, like I say, he's, I think he's got a lot better after he won the King of the Ring and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just give it to Elias. <laughs> just give it to him. Shit, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, just just yeah, just give it to him because like, why not? I mean, because Elias has been out too for a long time. 
Elias don't know if he's a heel or a babyface. He just kind of just shows up. Yeah, um, he's like the, dude, he's like the Joe Exotic of fucking uh, Jeff Jarrett. Oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, he was at the SmackDown that I went to, which was uh, I don't know why I remember the exact date. It was January thirty first. He was there. He had a little run in with uh, Cesaro. Um, the the good days back in January, you could go out of your house. Well, I can go do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me reminiscing. About that SmackDown I went to in January. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Straight up, man. Um The Mighty have fallen, man. King Corbin was in a was in a huge program with Roman Reigns and now he's just doing stuff because he's King Corbin. Um, dude, I don't know, man. I can see Elias winning with like a roll up, or I can see Baron Corbin winning via shenanigans. Um I don't care enough, man. You said what? Who do you want to win then? Huh, the fans. Yeah, well, I want the I mean, fans be, to win. I don't know. If, I don't know if any of us are gonna win. But. <laughs> well, not with this match. Uh, you know what? Just for fun, just to be controversial, I'm gonna go with King Corbin. Okay. Why not? I'm go with King Corbin, man. Next up, we have this one. Like, I'm fake interested in because of like the story leading up to it. Is is like some kind of interesting. I've grown to enjoy, or at least like like Otis a little bit. Otis is the man. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like Otis, man. Um, but if this is what it takes to get Dolph Ziggler his first one on one match at Mania, then so be it. We've got Otis taking on Dolph Ziggler. Talk to me. Otis has got to win it, and Take he's got to give Mandy like the big old like fuck you. Fuck you, chick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And like, and and, and Dolph's a part timer, so why give? Is I mean, he? yeah, he's got his, he's got his first. I mean, if okay, well, out of the two performers in this match, who's more of a full timer? I would say both. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Dolph Ziggler part timer. I mean, he's got other interests, but he hasn't. No, he's not. He's not gone for extended periods of time. Just his booking is, but up. Uh, <laughs> kill him kill him I, th- I mean I think I think Otis should win I think Otis is going to win I feel and, you and then maybe and then maybe after like maybe when he whenever he wins he gets the chick the chick <laughs> the chick um I'm gonna go with Dolph Ziggler I'm gonna go with Dolph because Ziggler. Did they? Because there was there was talk that Mandy Rose is gonna be like the special get, like the special referee. Okay, I, I, I didn't even see that. Okay, I, like I'm like I'm it, I, it wasn't 100. percent mm-hmm. Like that was just something I read, and it sounded like kind of a cool idea, I guess. Yeah. But I would say keep her out of that. Like if she was Otis's girl, then making her the special ref would be cool because then she could turn on Otis, right? Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily see her turning on Dolph for Otis. I see Otis putting up a hell of a fight. Um but Dolph I mean, he's for one, he's he's a singles wrestler who just happens to be in a tag team for now. Um but also, man, you know, we've always read the reports of like Vince and the higher ups like you know, you you see a, a guy like Rusev who dates um uh is married to Lana. And yeah. 
It's Vin- definitely a hate Juana and man. I mean, uh, fucking Otis and Mandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, 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 how's this guy getting this girl type shit? You know what I'm saying? Mad dirty macking. Um, and I think we're kind of seeing a manifestation of that. So I think eventually, I mean, if they if they keep with the story, eventually, I mean, Otis might not get the girl, but he's gonna get his comeuppance on Dolph Ziggler eventually. But for Mania, I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. Disagreeing twice already. There it is, man. This is Corona. Corona. <laughs> Got us in a daze, Duke. Um, Now, maybe you have a better idea on the grasp of this story and how this came together. Um, Again, man, you know, the, the thing about WrestleMania and the WWE itself is that there just aren't a lot of stories. Um, This is just something that just was thrown together a couple weeks back. Just like, hey, let's just do it. Big Monday Night Raw. Um, Alistair Black taking on Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it was just thrown together. Yeah, yeah. Um, is Bobby gonna even? Is he even gonna have Lana with him? I don't think so. I know she's like filming a movie right now, but like, I mean, think of that too, right? Two months ago, Bobby Lashley was in the main event segment. Main event segment, getting married on TV, having his make off wipe up makeup wipe off against Lana's face, and now, and now what? We ain't seen him on TV in, in weeks, and, and nothing important. Lana's off TV. Rusev is off TV. Lana and Liv Morgan, they had no idea where that was going, and here we are, some random thrown didn't, together match: Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley. Didn't Bobby just come back from an injury? When? Uh, I thought I thought it was recent. When he started the Rusev feud, or you mean like in the last yeah. couple of weeks? I thought it was like after, like right after the Rusev feud, like he had a little injury or something. I do can't call it. Okay. I'm not sure. Not sure. Well, I might have missed that. Bobby's Bobby's gonna get squashed. Ooh, you think it's like that? I think it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll, he'll get reinvented. Not even a competitive or, match, or it might be a little bit, but like yeah. I don't think, I mean, Alistair Black's on, Alistair Black's, ugh, Alistair Black's hot right now. Yeah. And there's there's no need to fuck that up. I'm okay. not saying Bobby Lashley's not a good competitor, but. This I, is, uh, this is an unfortunate spot for Bobby Lashley to be in. It is, because um, it seems like he always gets thrown in these spots. Yeah, thrown in these spots. Like I said, he was coming off the, the hottest storyline of 2020 and, and, and late 2019, um, the, the the love triangle. I, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm going with Aleister Black. Um, Bobby Lashley is the kind of guy who will definitely make this win look good for Aleister Black. But to go from such highs to just being thrown in some thrown-together match on Mania... With no story behind it. No. No the story behind it. matched together was basically what I'm getting out of it as is to put our black over. Yeah. Yeah. And just to fill up the card. That's the thing, yeah. too. Like, it's mania. Have a story. We don't need 15 matches just for the sake of 15 matches. Tell no. a story. Make us care. And there's no story between this except for two now, on paper, this looks like a good match. But mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 
As far as wrestling goes, right, and your preference of wrestling, do you care more about a match itself or do you care more about the characters and the story leading into the match? Characters and stories. I'm with you. 100%. Because a match, I mean, a match, it could be shitty. But the story could be fantastic. And I can forgive everything. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yep. Clink. I mean, you think about like like Rock versus Hogan, right? Yeah. Or I was watching a couple days ago. It was um well it was it was Hogan versus Andre, WrestleMania three. And something for me just it was on like uh one of those collections. WB Network just added like the ten, yeah, the ten greatest mania matches or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, and I was watching Hogan and Andre, and I'm like, yo, this is such a simple match they're telling, right? Such a simple premise. The all conquering hero, Hulk Hogan, runs into ooh, the one foe he might not be able to beat, gets his ass beat for most of the match. But finds a way to pull it out, right? Yeah. If it was just that match, just, oh, Hogan and Andre, it wouldn't have meant a thing. It actually would have been considered like a fucking stinker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rockin', exactly. Rockin' Hogan wasn't too, too extensive. That's a perfect example. Like, dude, that is a perfect example of how wrestling can be. Yeah. Of how pro- professional wrestling can be. Yep, all the flippy dudes like the, in the world don't matter. I feel like I feel like the 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 haters they they only see the fucking bullshit stink ass matches. Yeah, and if they were to actually see the stories that were before the match and mm-hmm. what it, what it led up to, just means so much more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know. My fault. I was looking, looking for my charger. I might add this part out. I might not. Moving forward, my guy, we've got the Women's Tag Team Championship. We've got the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. We're going to have new tag champs. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if this match is going to happen. Why you say that? Because uh, Kyrie Sane is in Japan. From what I understand, she did get back in time to to tape the show. Okay, but but we haven't even seen her. We haven't seen her before the show. And yeah. how she'd been? Yeah, yeah, she'd been overseas. Um, Oscar has been killing it on yeah. the commentary. <laughs> I'm down for Oscar just saying things in Japanese. Oh. Dude, it's it's amazing, and yeah. I was about to say it's hilarious, which might make me sound like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, it might on the commentary. Yeah, it might. But like, I mean, I don't know any Japanese people, right? And like, she might actually be, like calling the match. <laughs> right, right, right. She might actually clearly be like saying really pertinent things regarding wrestling, but nobody cares because she's saying it in that funny foreign language. <laughs> That is hilarious, man. Um, I'm going with new tag champs, too. Um, You know, on one hand, it was like, well, what the fuck else are you going to do? 
And for two, I thought about, yeah, the Kyrie saying thing, too. Like, she may have to go back to her country. That came out crazy. Um, (laughs) 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 Okay, that came out a little crazy. But she may she may have to make that trip home just to be near her family um, during this whole thing going on. But again, man, like, listen, a year ago when Sasha and Bailey lost the tag titles, like we knew they didn't really care for a women's tag division and they didn't do anything with the Iconics after. We haven't even seen the Iconics in half a year, over half a year since they lost the titles, basically. I miss seeing them annoying little chicks. Man. <laughs> little babies. Little babies. Little babies. <laughs> Go back to her country. Um, Moving uh, moving forward. We've got the Raw Tag Team Championship. we got the Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza. Now, I believe the last show before Corona kicked off, I was like, you're... Street Profits, they're going to be hosting Mania. They ain't going to have shit for them to do. <laughs> hosting Mania. Um, this match, I mean, initially, I figured we we all saw, you know, the Fatal 4-Way coming. You know, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, Andrade, Rey Mysterio. Um, Rey Mysterio has been in quarantine recently. And then Andrade, like, injured his back or something on Raw. Um, subbing in Austin Theory. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised Montez Ford can walk. I was about to say the same <laughs> fucking thing, dude. Andrade, bro. bro. Hey, hey, this is like this is like what I was saying earlier about like the concussion, uh, the concussion shit. Don't be a bitch, bro. Bro, get back in there. <laughs> Listen, I broke my back. <laughs> Spinal. Um. So, and, and I was looking at that clip today, man. Austin Theory was nowhere in position to Bro. catch to catch Montez Ford. Like, he was not paying attention. Apparently, Seth Rollins was supposed to trip up Montez Ford. I saw him try it, but I mean, if he was supposed to, Seth Rollins is a professional. He'd have got there in time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was right on the, he was, he was on the fucking, yeah. he was on the apron. So I don't think I don't, I don't think that's the case, man. I think Austin Theory just blew the timing of it. Because I mean, time. Montez Montez can't stop once he's already going. I seen that shit. I seen that shit on Monday night, and like you, I mean, you heard it, Bruh, You heard it. And the thing is, like, he was creating the vibe, letting Austin know he's coming. He yelled out WrestleMania, ah, son. So like, <laughs> he should have heard him coming. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's bullshit on Austin Theory's part. Yeah. So, it's such a random call-up, too. Yeah, like... Like, that's like, so that, random. Like, that's placed. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm, 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 holler, I'm hollering this out, so you be ready. Yeah. And, and, like, it's such a simple thing, though, too, to be ready. Yeah. And I was, uh, and my father was leaning more toward like, of all the people to replace Andrade, like why Austin Theory of all people? No, your like, guess is as good as mine. That's really random. Like who? 
I mean, I don't necessarily, I can't necessarily just think of somebody off the top of my head, but like they have an entire roster of hell tag teams, right? Oh they, yeah, they've got none of them. <laughs> they could have just threw in the Viking Warrior Raiders of Oakland, Minnesota. They could have threw in the Good Brothers. They could have. But you know, you still had to have that. You still had to have the the Latins. Man, get them out of here! Listen. <laughs> Your United, I agree with you. Listen, your United States champion can't wrestle. He broke his back. Final. Angel Garza, listen. Nobody cares about Angel Garza like that. No. This ain't NXT. This ain't 205 Live. Zelina Vega is the only reason <laughs> anyone cares about this team. And so you got the Raw Tag Team Champions against some thrown-together team one dude who's had four matches on NXT and can't even get his timing right in Austin Theory, and then Angel Garza, who they just called up because he's Mexican, to fight his cousins. Hey, man, you can't say Mexican anymore. You got to say Latin. The boy is Mexican. <laughs> Latin ain't no country I'd ever been to. My man. You know I'm what with saying? you on that. The boy, the boy is Mexican. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. And so we had this bum ass thrown together match when we could have like used our actual tag teams, the Good Brothers, the uh, the Viking Warrior Raiders. Um, bring out fucking um, uh, Zack Ryder and Kirk. Bring out the fucking Colognes, nigga. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck. Legit tag team. Give me a tag team. Where the Colognes at? How you suspending a cologne for wellness? They ain't been on TV since 2018. Dude, that's no, that's no lie. That's crazy, nigga. Where's No Way Jose? Uh, who's doing No Way Jose? His now? name is at least Jose. You can throw oh, him somebody, in. There's somebody else that's doing No No Way Jose now. Who is it? What you mean? There's somebody else that's doing the No Way Jose type deal. Oh, like a similar gimmick to it. Yes, a hundred percent. Really? Who is that? Oh fuck! I wish some of our listeners be able to help me out with that one. Help, help me out with that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I ain't seen. I ain't seen no way Jose since. Listen, I. It's been a minute, but. Huh. Okay. I didn't know there was someone else doing a, a similar gimmick. Raw SmackDown. I, I couldn't tell you. Oh shit! Okay. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I wouldn't just make this up. Right. <laughs> Well, we'll have to. We'll find it. We'll find it. Um, who you got, man? Street Profits or uh, uh, blah 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 blah. Yep. Moving on, we've got uh, Kevin Owens taking on Seth Rollins in a match that has been, you know what? It's definitely been built over the last few months, man. Since 2019, probably um, one of the best built matches for WrestleMania. I'll give him longest built. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I meant. One of the longer built matches. Uh, so I'll, I'll give him that for having some kind of focus. Um, I believe, I think it's Razor of AOP is injured. Correct. And so was Buddy Murphy. Correct. So on one hand, I'm tempted to go with Kevin Owens because he won't have his henchmen. Maybe Seth Rollins can disappear and and come back stronger. Um, but what? How do you how do you see this going? I've got my pick decided. But how do you how do you see this going? I'm going with Kevin Owens. Going with KO. Yeah. The big. Uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, I mean, not like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is tight. <laughs> I hear you. He's got the stunner. He does. He does a good stunner. 
We haven't seen a good stunner in a while. <laughs> Kevin Owens just thrown out there. But yeah, because Steve can't even lift his leg no more. It's gonna be so hard. Like just for like, how are people? Like how are the performers gonna like celebrate? Bro, like, how do you celebrate? How do you do your entrances? <laughs> like, are you, like flipping somebody off in the crowd that's not even there. Like, what bruh. are you doing? Bruh. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, are you going with Kevin Owens? Correct. I, you know, I don't know, man. It's like Seth Rollins definitely needs his comeuppance because he's been a dick for a long time, for at least a few months, and Kevin Owens has been a thorn in his side. Um, And Seth Rollins doesn't have his, his cohorts um, in, in Razor and Buddy Murphy. But for some reason, man, I'm going with Seth Rollins. I mean, this one can really go either way. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Seth Rollins, um, the the Messiah of Monday Night. I think that's got a lot more legs to it, and so him losing on a major stage one on one match, I think wouldn't be too helpful to the, to the message he's creating. Um, and plus, is this, big, is this a big stage though? Well, theoretically, it is. <laughs> theoretically, it is. But also, I feel like, and this may be giving away what I'm thinking for later on, but I feel like we need more heels, more strong heels. So I'm going to go with, with, with Seth Rollins to, uh, to win it in a squeaker or, or something. Um, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> um, moving forward, man, we've got the Intercontinental title match. We've got Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, is Shinsuke still with uh, Sami Zayn? He is. To give you a little background, so Drew Gulak had to beat Shinsuke Nakamura, and that earned Daniel Bryan a shot at Sami Zayn. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, I had to. I had to wait. My dad. My dad's sleeping in the living room. Yeah. Since he fucked his back up. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, hell. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna do this just because. Who's got more life left? Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna give it to Daniel Bryan. Okay, life as far because as what it, well, I mean, I, I said that the wrong way. I said it the opposite way of what I meant. Yeah, you know what I mean. And why not? Why not get Daniel Bryan? Is is good? Has he ever been the Intercontinental Champion? Um, very briefly, he won it at WrestleMania 31, and then that's when he uh, he had to retire. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. I've definitely, uh, I've been on record saying that Daniel Bryan will be the perfect Intercontinental Champion. Like, because the Intercontinental Championship has had no life to it. It's been a little rough, but I think Daniel Bryan could bring it back to um, the ideas of the Workhorse Championship. Now, the thing is, though, um, yeah, like you said, the Intercontinental Championship has had, has had no life to it. We completely, like... We haven't seen Braun Strowman, I don't believe, since he lost it to Sami Zayn and the Click. No. 
Um, so to me, though, this comes down to a couple things. The wild card is Drew Gulak for me. So come back. Well, you said what? Uh, well, no. Okay, no, no, no. Never mind. I was thinking about. Yeah, well, go ahead. I was gonna say. Well, you know, Drew Gulak. Him beating Shinsuke Nakamura is what earned Daniel Bryan the championship opportunity, right? Yes. And so, does Drew Gulak, like, cost the match, cost Daniel Bryan the match? Or does Drew Gulak help Daniel Bryan win the match and then turn on him afterward like, Yo, MF, I helped you get this shit. Run that belt, Duke. I like option two. Yeah. I'm leaning toward option two. I'm leaning toward option two to where I think we get the new champion just to give us some stability. I think that Drew Gulak turns on Daniel Bryan, if not that night, then eventually. But I think Daniel Bryan goes on, you know, a nice a nice run as champion. First defeating Drew Gulak. In his, early in his reign, but maybe losing the title to Gulak at the end of his reign after a few months of, of taking on you know some some dope challengers. I'm with that 100 because because like there's there's no there's gonna be no fans for the foreseeable future. Right, and there's even I mean there's even whispers that they might even take a break with programming. So I don't know, but in the meantime, yeah, I could see yeah put it on Daniel Bryan. And, you know, let's say they do take they, a break. If they do take what a break. They need to do, what's if they that? do take a break. Uh-huh. If they do take a break, they need to find all the footage they can of each beef that's going on right now and show all those. Yeah, and they'll, yeah, they'll so definitely where it started find that way. From. Yeah, they'll definitely find that way. I was going to say, yeah, if they do, you know, take a break, you know, at least they have the Intercontinental Championship on someone more memorable and more marketable than Sami Zayn, not to disparage Sami Zayn. But people know Daniel Bryan more than they know Sami Zayn. Um, between the Yes movement, between Total Bellas, between, you know, just, yeah. So, I'm going with that. I'm going with that. Um, The SmackDown Women's Championship, a fatal five-way elimination match. We've got Bayley versus Sasha elimination Banks. Elimination match. From what I understand, elimination match. Yep, Bayley versus Sasha Banks versus Naomi versus Lacey Evans versus... Tamina. Didn't mean to cut you off there. You're good. Uh, we're gonna have a new. Cha- we're gonna have a new women's champion. Yeah. And her name is gonna be Sasha Fucking Banks. <laughs> what uh? What makes you say? It's gonna. It's gonna go down to her. It's gonna go down to Bailey and Sasha. I um. We're gonna, we're gonna get that moment. On this WrestleMania, that moment with zero fans standing tall, screaming their lungs out. Yep. Um. Now I I agree with you. For some reason, I agree with you. I'm going with Sasha Banks as well. Um. Listen, there ain't no way it's gonna be Tamina. What the fuck? No. Um. <laughs> Lacey Evans has blown all her opportunities to like show that she's decent in the ring. Like we had the Becky Lynch feud last year. Trid Ash, 
Then we turned her baby just, face. Like, was she just like starstruck and like couldn't handle like? I have no clue, man. The bigger arenas or what was going on with her? She didn't or... spend. She didn't spend much time in NXT to just be going to the main roster. I shouldn't say main roster. NXT is a is a main roster, so I should say Raw or SmackDown. But I mean, they just love her for the gimmick. She's a sexy blonde like military chick, right? So yeah, let's get that on. You know. money. Yeah, let's get that on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that on USA, right? But and then we turned her baby face. I don't even know when that happened, but they've been showing vignettes of her being a family woman on her farm and her daughter. This is not working for me. Yeah, it ain't working for me. Um, Naomi came back and didn't do nothing. This match is really just bigger story for Sasha and Bailey. But the thing is, with that, like we talk about story as well, right? Now the Bailey heel turn has done nothing for Bailey, right? But you can't turn like Karen. Yeah, right. But you can't turn her back just yet. No. Whereas Sasha has only been back since SummerSlam, and she was uh, just right after SummerSlam, and you can't turn her babyface either. So, so, so the world's meet. So I think you say that again. So the world's meet. Yeah. So I think what happens is that it doesn't Star's come down. That it doesn't come down to Sasha and Bailey. I think we get Bailey the moment. You said what? Bailey, Bailey loses it before she even fucking can get to the main. Before the she gets to the end. I think we have one of those moments where Sasha could save Bailey from getting pinned and just doesn't. Kind of like Gargano and Champa last time. Gargano and Champa, Triple H like, and Orton and Batista 15 years ago. Um. So I think we get one of those moments, but still, then again, like, building up to their eventual, like, face-off, you can't just turn either one of them face. We need one of those moments for WrestleMania. We haven't got to one of those moments. As, as, of, as of us talking about WrestleMania tonight, we haven't got to one of those moments yet. No, and I don't think we'll get it in this match. I think no, we'll get it. I'm saying like what you were just saying, like if like if Sasha has a chance to help Bailey, she won't. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. And I think we'll I definitely yeah, I do I do think we'll get that. But yeah, as far as Bailey and Sasha, they'll they'll tease a moment of them fighting each other and they may fight a little bit, but like a full blown split, I don't see that happening for a while. And then and then like I said too, who turns babyface, right? You change Bailey's music. Sasha is better as a heel. She's good as a face. She's better as a heel. Oh yeah, 100%. and they just and they just turned her heel. So I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're both going with Sasha Banks, is what it sounds like. Correct. My man, my guy. All right. Let me make sure I mark this correctly. Right. Sheesh. Sheesh. Uh, for, yeah, you had Ronda on the on the card earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm trash. I'm trash. No, um, no, no. I give you 100 percent props because you. Yeah. You write it all out. It happens. It's Perhaps all good. Go. <laughs> but uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, we've got Becky Lynch taking on Shayna Baszler. Um, boy, I don't care about this. No, I don't either. <laughs> because because I was excited for this before this the Rona hit. Yeah, I was excited for it, but. I'm excited for the comeback. Who's comeback? 
Becky's. Becky's come back. Yeah, she's going down this one day or Saturday, whatever. Whichever day it is. Yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> True enough. So you're taking a new champion. Correct. Yeah, I am too. Um, from what I understand about the storyline, they're making Becky come off as a lot like douchier and jaded. And I think, yeah, I think we need Becky to, yeah, create that redemption story. Um, Shayna you know. Baszler is a full-on fucking heel. Yeah, I mean. and she's a beast at that. Yeah. Now, the thing that throws me, though, and we talked about this during Elimination Chamber, like, she went through the entire Raw roster. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, let's say she beats, let's say she beats Becky. I mean, I don't know what, what roster Nia Jax is going to, but I also don't know what roster Ember Moon is going to. So, those, those are, there are those two options. But who does she face? Who does she face next? I mean, we're gonna see a trilogy. You were mentioned that you were mentioned that before. So, how how do you think that'll go? I mean, with with everything with, uh, with with all the shits going on right now within the world, it's gonna be hard to actually tell. I mean, I don't know, of course, how they're gonna do that. But mm-hmm. but no, I see this as a great trilogy. Really, and Becky's gonna get a lot. Becky's gonna get back on the last one. Yeah, and I mean they could they could stretch it out. I mean, as as long as they need to, and then I mean Shannon. Ba- I I fucking hate Shannon Baszler. <laughs> <laughs> like in the good wrestling way, or then in the like get her off my TV way. Good wrestling way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that mean, damn dude. I just want to. I had to make sure. I had to clarify. I had to clarify. <laughs> You know, but I mean, uh, but no, like, and she's going to have a fucking awesome, she's going to have a great story too, you know. Yeah. I I just got tired of seeing her win every fucking takeover for NXT. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, I mean, how many times did I call her losing on NXT takeovers? It's true. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Very true. So yeah, I just I just wonder how you know how the Shayna reign will go. I mean, I got an idea or two about who else she can face. Um, we both, you know, and let's get into that now. Let's get into that right now. Uh, we're both taking Shayna Baszler. You know, for the NXT Women's Championship, we've got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. My guy, chat with me. Heavy Metal Queen is going to reign <laughs> supreme. Yeah. See a big retain from uh, Ripley. Yeah. She's like she's got it. I mean, this is this is gonna be her moment. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's not gonna be any fans there, but this is this is gonna be her moment. And I mean, I just I, like I said, I watched uh, watched NXT this past week, and they had her little promo and just talking about like she she brought up Ric Flair. Talking about how uh, Rick always said, "If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best," and she she thinks Charlotte's one of the best. Yeah. So I mean, she's got to beat her, and I mean, dude, fucking Rhea Ripley can fucking go. Yeah, that's I a mean, fact. Goddamn, goddamn War Games match. Look at that. That Man. whole weekend, that entire weekend. Yeah. She fucking went off. Yeah. This was definitely supposed to be a coming out party, like a declaration for Rhea Ripley. Um, 
I never saw Charlotte going back to NXT full time. I think they just wanted to take her off Raw and SmackDown to make her seem fresh, but also give Rhea Ripley the rub. And we talked about it before. This match does not belong on WrestleMania. Fuck no, it don't. It don't. And and Charlotte doesn't belong fighting for the NXT title right now. I don't think. You know what? Honestly, I can I can get with that. That I have no problem with, but. To put this match, like I get it, they want an NXT title on WrestleMania, but with 15 matches, with it being Charlotte Flair, the NXT title and Rhea Ripley are both going to get just kind of kind of swallowed up in it. They're going to drown in that. Give me a Keith Lee match on WrestleMania. We, yeah, and even then, the, the, the premise of having 15 matches, 16 matches, however many matches it is, right? It means that only a few matches are really gonna get to shine. Being I like, think this one will. you think so? I think it will. I mean, Charlotte's in it. I think they intend for it to shine, but I think it becomes at least fifth behind the two championship matches and um, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Hey, fifth ain't bad for sixteen matches. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're talking percentages, you ain't wrong. You right. You right. But I think the idea, again, I think the idea of, you know what? Maybe this will help. The fact that there are no fans, maybe this will help Rhea Ripley and the NXT title. Because 70 plus thousand fans yes. don't know Rhea Ripley. Exactly. So maybe this will help and will give him a. This is probably the best. I mean, yeah, this might be a better option as far as really getting a, a good look. Um, and having people focus on her. So and like I was saying earlier, I mean, the fucking film like a goddamn movie. Yeah. Like, this is perfect. Yeah. There's that aspect. There's definitely that aspect. So, maybe this will be a, a benefit to the title reign to of, of Rhea Ripley. I don't really know. Um, after this, man, whether they take a break or not. And we, I had mentioned this before, you know, months ago. That, like, I just felt like this match isn't going to matter in the canon of WWE, in the storytelling overall aspect of WWE, because Rhea's just going to go right back to NXT. Charlotte's going to go right back to Raw, fighting for the Raw Championship. I can see her and Shayna Baszler instantly. And maybe not instantly, instantly, but I could see them not having the patience for that match. Maybe maybe that's SummerSlam. Maybe Charlotte takes a break and helps Andrade heal his back. I don't know. But, like, I, I don't want to see any more NXT titles on the quote-unquote main roster pay-per-views. Because it takes away from takeovers. And it takes away from the belt because they don't do right by them on Raw and SmackDown. Everything they do right means, by them on NXT. Yeah, it, everything means so much more on NXT as far as the titles and the lineage of those titles. It wouldn't have gotten the same shine had there been 75,000 people. Um, you know, in in at at uh, what was it? I forget the name of the arena, the the stadium, but in Tampa. So, uh, where the where the Bucks play? That's all I know. Yeah, where the Bucks play. True enough. <laughs> so, maybe this is actually a, a blessing in disguise for the legacy of Rhea Ripley. Um, pushing forward, man. We get into the heavy hitters, my guy. Heavy hitting matches, man. We have a last man standing match. Between Edge and Randall Keith. Talk to Bro, me. 
they just got to fuck Randall up. <laughs> oh, there's no coming back from that. That's a fact. He weighed hands on his wife. That's a fact. You don't just going to touch my wife. You touch my wife. <laughs> and dude, dude, I, dude, I, dude, I feel, I, dude, I feel bad for Edge. For like, once this, once this fucking Rona shit happened, dude. Apparently, Bruh. he had to fucking drive 17 hours for that 10-minute promo. Not even 10 minutes. Bruh. You know what? The 17 hours? But imagine this, too. You've been retired for nine years, and this is your first man in your back? Bro. <laughs> and this is how it goes. And you signed for three years. Uh, so yeah. I mean. Hey, there's that. <laughs> but listen, this is the first one after nine years. But he got that huge pop from Rumble. He did. And then now we're here. He did. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we'll see how that goes. I'm definitely looking I mean, forward like, to some more edge matchups. He's like he's still been hitting like super solid promos. Of course. That don't leave you. No. That, that doesn't leave you. Your ability to talk never leaves. And and I and I think that he can actually like still perform like a top notch, like a top dude. Yeah. No problem. Just yeah. like like I don't like I hope he's not like worrying about his like previous like injuries and I don't right. think he is right. Like I said, I don't know you personally, but I don't think he's I don't think he's worrying about those previous injuries. Right, but, right, I mean, right, right. He's putting all out there on the line. Yeah, it's like Randy his wife. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm, it, man. Going with Edge, man. Hell, going with Edge. I'm looking forward to a lot more Edge matches. Uh, you know the Seth Rollins of the world. Um, there's a lot of dream matches that come to that can come to fruition with Edge back in the fall. Edge and AJ Styles would be amazing. Well, okay, no, it would be amazing on paper. AJ Styles hasn't had a great match in like over a year, but it would be great on paper. Um, anyway, I wouldn't mind to watch it. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Give me that paper. Give me that piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going with Edge too. Um. I mean, the story calls for it. He's been gone for nine years. Randy Orton RKO'd his wife and has been dissing his wife's mothering abilities. Um, you can't, yeah, no, you can't have Orton take Edge out and then expect Edge to come back for more matches. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going with Edge too. Uh, Barnes will be burned or performance centers will be burned. Um, yeah. Speaking of burning, um, and well, kind of, uh, Firefly Funhouse match. Then, not quite sure what that means. I don't know if it's the same as the old House of Horrors match, uh, that classic from a few years ago. But uh, we've got the Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on John Cena. See who who was it? It was it was either one of these two guys in this feud, like recently, saying they'd go fight him in a Hooters or a bar. Uh, Bray Wyatt challenged John Cena to a fight at a Hooters if it couldn't uh, if we couldn't do it in front of fans. See, like when we said that, I was, the only thing I was thinking about was Roadhouse. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, like dude, those are the two perfect characters Hell for no. Roadhouse fight. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. We talking about WrestleMania being a movie. 
Um, this and the Boneyard match, but I think even this more especially, will definitely be filmed like a movie. If anything will be filmed like a movie, it'll be this. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I wish I could see this in the ring, but it is what last, it is. last time John Cena was at WrestleMania, he got scraped in two minutes by Taker. Yeah, in that, that half match or whatever that was. Whatever the fuck that was. Good point, yep. Yeah, but I mean, like it's it's the fiend. Mm-hmm. Just got completely scraped by Goldberg. Oh, I'm sorry, Goldberg. Fools, Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hard camera hitting him with the quality content during this run. Uh, uh, that's a good one. That's what, that's what we're here for, man. <laughs> Somebody gotta do it. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Um, you know, if this were happening in the ring in front of seventy-five thousand people, a small, small part of me was thinking about John Cena taking it because it's WrestleMania, right? Because they want the big stars to shine during WrestleMania. Um, but I'm going with the Fiend. Go with the fiend. I was gonna go with the fiend anyway. If it was during a match, a real match, I think John Cena would have fought for that. Fought for the fiend to beat him. Well, that um, promo hit right before, like, right before the fiend came out and actually challenged him. Mm. Like it made it seem like John was like done. Right, 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 right. Like, and uh, he killed that promo. Yeah. That was fucking. That was great. Yeah, man. You don't lose the ability to talk. Yep. That's right. And, I mean, and, and if he was 100% on that, I'm going with the fucking Fiend. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the Fiend um, even not more like, so. Like he's not like John's going to lay down on his back and let him just pin him. Of course not. He's going to do what he can to make it look good. I just wish... I mean, you know what? This being filmed like a movie... John is a big movie star. He'll make this look as good as he can on his side. He was going to do his his damnedest anyway to make it look good. Um, but this being a gimmick match for Bray Wyatt, not even in the ring and not in front of thousands of fans. I thought about this a lot too, you know, as we were making our picks that like, I wonder if certain things, if certain outcomes have been changed because it's not happening in front of 75,000 fans. Oh, no, I, I wanted the same shit. You know what I mean? Like, what they may do to create new moments since they can't have the big moments. So, I don't know. I'm going with The Fiend, though. I'm going with The Fiend taking it. Oh, just dropped my phone. Uh, I'm going with The Fiend taking over Mr. Juan Cena. Juan Cena. Juan Cena. <laughs> Um, Latin version of him in a movie now since you just said that. <laughs> Absolutely. Juan. Yeah, man. Um, Pushing forward, man, the uh, the other big, super big spectacle. Uh, the Boneyard match. What, whatever, whatever it is. You know what the Boneyard match is? I mean, I've heard rumblings like it's a glorified buried alive match. Um, I don't, I don't know. Graveyard match, basically. Yeah, 
because because apparently a boneyard is, is slang for a graveyard. I've never heard that. And I kind of gathered that, but like we don't know the rules of the match. Like, is it a fight? Are there pins? Do people get buried? Um, is it just a fight and they just gave it a name? But we've got the Undertaker taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. I, I am, I've, dude, fuck this build, man. <laughs> Straight up, get this shit out of here, man. Listen. I, I love and respect The Undertaker. I do. But this feud don't make no sense, Duke. They've been trying to make it make sense. It don't so, make no sense. And it, they don't make any fucking sense. Because now, they're going to look at it now like, okay, AJ Styles has been talking about Undertaker's wife. Oh, Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool, right? But that's not how it started. Undertaker just showed up one day and choke slam AJ Styles in the middle of Saudi Arabia because he was bored. Well, no, Styles said that he's the best. He's the ever. He was the best ever since, and he was the best. It's always going to be. So where the fuck is Bret Hart? Hey, hey, man, Bret ain't coming back, bro. Bret ain't taking that check. Man, he's That's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Where the fuck is Bret no, Hart? I agree. I agree. I would love I to see that match. But go ahead. Oh no, I agree with you 100%. And I would fucking, oh my god. Let's see Breath of Hitman Heart fucking come back out with them fucking shades, them bro. fucking blue jeans. Hell <laughs> fucking yeah, bro. Facts. <laughs> Facts, man. So basically, you're Let's saying AJ Styles was on the mic talking shit one day and he said he's the best. And so Taker flew to Saudi Arabia and choke slammed him. Bingo. Well, that's some bullshit, Ren. I agree, I know. I know. <laughs> No, I know it's some bullshit, and I agree with you. <laughs> that is I wouldn't, trash. I wouldn't, have flown, I wouldn't have flown cross country or cross globally, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Man, don't uh-huh. they know that? Don't they know that Rona is cracking? Man, Bruh. Nah, man. So yeah, and we see what it's turned into. AJ Styles is talking shit about his wife. Like, come on, man. Both. Eh, ugh. Ugh. Taker's going to win. Bruh, all that shit Samoa Joe talked about, AJ Styles' wife, AJ should know better. Samoa Joe was in his fucking house. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Taker didn't show up to his house yet. Bruh, and now AJ, (laughs) this is crazy. This is, what a turn of events. What is the meaning of this? Taker's going to win it. Just for the fucking factor of Taker. It's WrestleMania. It's Taker. It's AJ Styles, and it's a a uh, a fucking gimmick match. Boneyard match. It's in the boneyard. And Taker in his his last promo on Raw was you know showing some some vestiges, some some American some uh, images of the American badass. Absolutely. So I don't think we're gonna get you know straight up dead man Taker. Um. He might, he might pull up on the bike. He might. High key. High key he might. Did you uh did you see the Stone Cold Broken Broken Skull sessions with Taker? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Like I maybe got like twenty minutes into it. I uh I dug it for what I saw. Um but also, man, Taker has a Twitter account. Yeah, and like that shit don't fly now. Like, cause, I like you're supposed to be the kinda because, like, don't like it. 
Yeah, no, I don't like it at all because somebody somebody hit up Jericho yeah. about Jer about Jer or about Taker using Jericho shit, mm-hmm. and Jericho said that guy can use whatever words I say, and then and then and I ain't gonna call him Taker. I'm gonna call him Mark. Mark said, "Hey, man, my bad, brother." <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Like I just I don't know, man. I think it's just me getting old. And Taker, like, I mean, he's 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 protected the business since forever, right? Oh yeah. So even seeing the Broken Skull sessions with Steve Austin was a little bit jarring, even though I know Taker is a real person. But like, nah. These are the realest actors you could ever fucking hear from, bruh. Method acting out the ass. And and then to hear them to break it like this, even even thirty forty years down the line for them yeah. in their in ring career, is still just weird for us to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much uh, how much tweet and taker I want to see. Um, but yeah, man, to get back to it, I don't give a shit that Michelle McCool does the Faith Breaker and AJ Styles does the Styles Clash. So what? So what? This bill could have been so much more. And again, you cannot blame this on no bullshit like the corona. Because if you got a story to tell, tell the story. They already had the story planned before the corona. Yeah. Like, you can go. You can do the, the, the Boneyard match under a better story. Like, yeah, you may have to flip up what kind of match you do. You may or may not have to do that. But if you're going to do the Boneyard match, you can still tell a better story leading up to it. Like, I, I is Michelle McCool going to show up? I hope not. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It could be, it could just be done. I'm going to Taker's page right now, and I'm sick. Yeah. I am sick. Yeah, man. Out here shouting out the Madison Square. Oh, I am sick. I got Taker. I got Taker. Um, And like, dude, like, he's lost at two WrestleManias. He's lost to Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. He should have been done after WrestleMania 30. I feel you. I feel you. Um, I don't want to tell nobody that they should be done. I don't want to do that. But, I mean... Listen, <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't offered much since then. It's a nostalgia factor, and it's been like it's been hard to watch. Sorry, Mark, but it's been hard to watch in the ring, bud. Yeah, and again, there hasn't been a good mania since thirty one. And to be honest, he was the worst part of it. <laughs> so, I I bet most people forgot about his match with Bray Wyatt. But anyway, um. Yeah, man. So he, I mean, love and respect to Taker. I'm never gonna tell somebody they need to retire. It is on. It is on the writers. And again, we haven't had a good mania since '31. So I mean, we saw the marked change of where they became what they became. But I'm taking Taker. Um, I was probably gonna take Taker if it was a one-on-one match uh, in the ring, but I'm taking Taker. I don't think they respect AJ Styles enough to do that. Like, I think, like, 
You know, I was reading something about um, Sting and his match with Triple H. Oh, I think I read the same thing. About, you know, lines being fed to, to Barry That's Sting. Such- yeah. And to where it almost just seems like the only reason they brought Sting in was to bury him as a member of WCW. Now, the story didn't have to be told that way. WCW had been buried for 13 years. It wasn't a WCW versus WWF story. It wasn't that. It wasn't needed because it wasn't that, right? But that was a story they decided to tell, whereas AJ, I mean, he's one of those mythological figures who somehow made it to WWE after making his name in so many other places. I don't think they'll ever see him. Yeah, they'll put the title on him. Sure, have a great reign. Sure. But I still don't see him as a WWE guy. I see him as a guy in WWE, though. Exactly. I see him, a re- I see him as a wrestler in, the yeah. biz- in that specific business. Yeah, yeah. Who will get by on his respect because he earned that and he made his name. But I don't I don't see them entrusting him with that kind of win. No. At Mania, no. <laughs> In a boneyard and, match, especially, no. And, and I don't think they ever seen him winning that one anyways. I mean, yeah. We could be wrong, we haven't seen it yet, but I mean I don't think they've I don't think that was ever the plan. No. No. I don't either. Um so this next match, I'm not sure how to go about it, bro. <laughs> because um, via the internet and via Instagram, Instagram, the Instagrams, Roman Reigns, you know, has said he is not performing at WrestleMania 36. Um, now I've seen, you know, a reported spoiler. I don't know how, like. I, I can't speak to how valid it is. I mean, we haven't seen the taped WrestleMania, and I imagine they're not just going to leak certain things. They're not going to leak what they don't want us to know. Um, I guess the first question is, do you see Roman Reigns actually skipping WrestleMania this year? Yes. I feel you. Okay. How about you? Um, I don't know. I mean, like we have, like we haven't experienced anything like this. And we haven't. I guarantee he has never experienced anything like this. Absolutely not. And, you know, and I feel him in the sense of, I mean, his immune system is compromised, right? Oh yeah. Um, but again, this is also wrestling. <laughs> and if there's a way, if there, if this, if there is a time to work the internet, this could be that time. Now, it seems a little weird and out of place if it was a work. But that don't mean that it's not. Um, no, it definitely does not mean that it's not. Yeah. However, though, I think I'm I'm going to roll with it. I think he might be out. I think he might be out. Roman Reigns and Goldberg, we've talked, we talked about it, you know, shows ago that there's a certain um, intrigue with this match and that Goldberg was a great opponent for Roman Reigns because Goldberg will get booed heavier than Roman Reigns will get booed, right? They're both going to get booed, but who's going to get booed more? Yeah, yeah. And high key, man, Roman Reigns might get booed for skipping WrestleMania the next time we see him on TV. But Fuck anybody that boos him for that. Yeah, well, hell, this is America. And, and, and wrestling fans are the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah. So, we're not. I don't think we are. But, I'm fucking but tight. I, yeah. I think you're fucking tight. 
I mean, yeah, we're a bit tight, but I mean, yeah. like, well, we understand some things. Oh, I meant tight in the good way this time. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say tight on, like, every, normally when you say tight, it's like a bad way. When normally yeah, I say normally. Tight, like, yeah, bro. This is true, this is true, <laughs> this is very true. I should have used something cool, I should have used dope or something. No doubt. Um, so now it comes to this. If Roman Reigns is out, who replaces him? Well, you said you've seen something. I've, I, I've, I, I've not clicked any headlines, but I feel like I've seen... Well, where where you get, where you getting at? How about this? I'll go I, that way first. Where, where are you getting at? Just Google... I mean, what what conclusion were you coming to? My fault. Oh, um, Braun. Yeah, that's what I've uh, somewhat seen as well. Um, how do you think that goes over? Braun Strowman versus Goldberg. Goldberg's gonna get hurt, <laughs> or he might fucking hurt Braun. Uh, I don't know, man. I see. I, I mean, I remember whenever Goldberg and Undertaker fought in uh, in Arabia. Yeah, and and he could barely hold that jackhammer up, and it was pretty nasty on the way down. True, true. Goldberg uh, has always had a reputation of not being the safest worker. And I mean, Braun Strowman is a pretty rough worker. He's a big dude. <clears throat> Sorry, you good? He's a big, big. Big strong country boy, country strong. I mean, I mean, fuck. We seen Brock Lesnar actually lay one into him. Told his ass to relax, <laughs> Duke. Yeah. <laughs> remember, yeah, you remember that. Yeah, relax, Duke. Um. So, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it's gonna be Goldberg and Braun. Yeah. Let's go with that presumption. Um. Let's say it is Goldberg and Braun. Who wins? Braun. Think it's Braun? I think it's Braun. Man. And then he's not gonna have it for long. Well, I, I mean, for for however long this the situation we're in lasts. Yeah. As soon as everything gets back on track, Brain's gonna get it. I dead ass don't know. Because if it was Roman and Goldberg, Roman Reigns was 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 going to beat Goldberg, right? But this is one of those things that where you know it's seventy five thousand fans, and now it's not seventy five thousand fans. So do they change the booking because they don't have to create that moment anymore? Because here's the thing: we haven't seen Braun Strowman since um, Elimination Chamber, right? She lost the title. Since he lost the Intercontinental title in his first defense in that epic title reign. Um, so we haven't seen him since then. And the thing is, it doesn't seem like they have the faith in Braun to be that guy. No, it doesn't at all. Like, it makes sense to put him in this match because it's a battle of the fucking behemoths of the, you know what I mean? But, like, it doesn't necessarily mean that he wins. Um hey, hey. Maybe they do it this way. Then maybe maybe Braun wins, and then the next like arena full of people pay per view, whenever that's going to be, mm-hmm. get a triple threat match with Ron, with Braun, Reigns, and Goldberg. Mm. 
That would that would draw some money. <laughs> and, and, and that's all we're trying to do right now for Mania. Yeah, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Because um, I was going to say, you know, remember last time, you know, Braun, I don't know if it was Braun's last title match, but, you know, when Roman, you know, initially vacated the title and it was Brock versus Braun, like, we all thought, like, oh, Braun's taking this shit. Like, it's clearly Braun. Oh, yeah. Until they got in front of that Saudi Arabia crowd and uh, made that shit shake. So, like, part of me kind of feels like, okay, well, you know what? We have Goldberg right now. We can amend this deal anytime we need to. Because even this felt thrown together like the Goldberg match came out of nowhere. Oh, right? yeah. Roman Reigns just came out of the fucking, he just came on stage and walked to the ring and said, I'm next. Yeah, right. And that, yeah, that just kind of just happened. And even just Goldberg being involved kind of just happened. So, I mean, maybe they have the ability to amend it and say, yo, let's just, you know, make it shake this way. Um, I don't know, man. I can't choose. Because, like, the visual of Goldberg jackhammering Braun Strowman is kind of fire in my head. He's going to kick out, though. And he barely got Bray Wyatt up for that jackhammer. I think Bray was pissed off and wasn't happening and wasn't helping all the way. But, mm. Goldberg's gonna be able to get at least one jackhammer in. That's no doubt about that. For the visual, he's got to get at least one, right? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I think Braun like, would like, help him like, out. I, like I just, I actually just, I thought about this. Like, what we need for this pay per view is cameraman and ring. Hmm. Really? I think so. That could add they, a certain dynamic. They have. They have. They've had plenty of time to work on it. Put a cameraman in the fucking ring. You know why I don't like that? I think it just it just came to me now. What's that? Is that I think it would just do more to like expose the choreographed nature. That makes sense too. Like it makes sense. Like it makes sense for like a cameraman to be like on the outside of the chamber. Like, like not like not like for the whole match. I mean, like if there were spots that looked fucked up, obviously have other cameramen outside the ring, right? And switch views. You know, like sure. But like, I mean, we have no idea what we are going to watch on Sunday and Saturday. And Sunday. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> So like, or, or or like at least a cameraman like on the on the apron. Yeah. Damn. Like up high. I don't know. This is such an interesting match, man. This whole deal is fucking very interesting, bro. Twilight like, I'm more Zone. About it, I'm more excited about it now that uh, that we've been talking about. It. Like I always am, but like I didn't expect to be this excited about it. Yeah, and we we needed one of those because we did not give a fuck about the chamber after a whole hour and a half episode. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Damn, you went with Braun Strowman. Correct. Um, fuck it, man. You know I'm gonna go with Strowman too. Um, I don't really know why. I don't really know why. Maybe to reward him for all the dumb shit. But I mean, say it again. Acting wild. You said he's been acting wild? Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, he's been on the internet wilding. Yeah, exactly. He's got a bit of heat because it was, uh, who was it? It was, uh, uh, Uno. Yeah. He was talking about, uh, like, how hard it is to be an indie wrestler. And he was like, 
If your job's not paying enough money, fucking find a new fucking job, basically. Bum-ass Republican. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's not their fault that the independents aren't paying. It's the fucking, like, holy shit. And see, along with that, too, it's WrestleMania. And there are going to be so many casual fans watching. Yeah, and then casual fans on social media reading yeah. everything. Yeah, and so that's why I'm kind of tempted to go with Goldberg for the same reason that they even put the title on him in the first place is why I'm kind of tempted to go with Goldberg. Um, fuck it, I already said Strowman, so I'm gonna stick with Strowman. I'm not confident about either choice though, to be honest. If that's the how the, if that's the match that ends up happening. Do you, do you think they could do a triple threat match though down the line with Goldberg and Braun and Reigns? So I think that'd be pretty fire. I think it would be. You know what? If if ooh, it depends. <laughs> it depends. It really depends. Like you remember the Fatal Four Way: Brock, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and and Braun Braun Strowman. Goldberg could just fucking play the part that Brock did in that match. Yeah, but he ain't Brock though. He ain't. But... He ain't Brock. That's the thing. He ain't Brock. Braun Strowman needs to be led. And Roman, Roman can get it done. But damn, with those two, I don't know. That could be interesting. That could be, that could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, like, dude, I, I actually, I, I love the feud between, uh, Braun and Reigns. Yeah. Back at, like, WrestleMania, I mean, Royal Rumble 30 around that time. Right. That shit was amazing. Yeah. It was fun. It was fucking brutal. It was fucking violent. They was, was they was there. Ambulances were getting flipped. Yeah, dude, it, was, it was gnarly. Like that. That was like, and, and not just the theatrics of it. Like that was professional wrestling. Like, that 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 was the story. Right. Yeah. That's facts. That's a fact. You know. So. Yeah, I imagine we'll come back to that feud eventually. Um, eventually, it's 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. So I guess we're going. We're both taking Strowman. I think so. Begrudgingly, uh, in my case, uh, we finally got down to the 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 last match of well, at least of our telecast. It, it, we don't know if it'll be night one or night two. I imagine night two. Um, yeah, we have no idea what the schedule is yet. No, dead ass. Um, we've got Brock Lesnar. Taking on the winner of the 2020 Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre. How do you see this going? I gotta, I gotta ask you a question. You always ask me for this one. I, uh, I think it's very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. It's one of those things again, too, right? That like, okay. 75,000. This is one of... There are a lot of reasons why Brock and Goldberg are not the same. Um, But one of them is that there's a... You know what? There's a mystique around Goldberg. But there is a mystiquer mystique around Brock Lesnar. A mystiquer mystique. Yeah. Like, you can't... You just don't know how a Brock match might go. Like... it does vary because, like, I mean, his, his match was against big guys. His match was against little guys. There's two completely different things. Yeah. 
So, like, you look at his matches with, you know, Daniel Bryan. He had a full-fledged match with Daniel Bryan, a full-fledged AJ Styles match. The Finn match went maybe nine and a half minutes at the Rumble. But then he had, like, a super sprint with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And you just, you, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know how it's going to go. Is Drew McIntyre the biggest guy he's fought? No, he's fought Kane and and Braun Strowman. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying in like in the recent years. Um, what was Brock's last match? Did he? Have, oh, he fought. Yeah, he fought Ricochet, uh, Kane Velasquez or something. Um, a fight. Yeah, that was just that fight, was it happened. That was a uh, match. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about. But I think, yeah, you know what? That that might be right. And the thing is, Drew is big, but he's athletic. He's a he's an athlete. Yeah, like the boy can move. He's a, he's a competitor. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the that's one of the you know the mystiques of the Brock match. Like Brock just brings an aura of anything can happen, which is definitely missing. Which is why. I like when Brock comes around, and I'm not mad that he doesn't come around all the time. Um, I used to. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm, no, I'm with you now. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. Um, As far as the match goes, Drew McIntyre has been the chosen one for a long time. Even when he got fired and came back, you saw something different in Drew McIntyre. Bro, like, dude, I completely forgot that he was even part of fucking 3MB. Yeah, he grew out of that, didn't he? I'm pretty sure everybody forgot that he was a part of 3MB. Yeah, you know? And so, I think for a long time, the way they even set this up at the Rumble, like... This was a match. This was the match for Drew McIntyre to claim his throne. Um, and I'm still going to go with that. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I'm going with McIntyre to stand tall. Um, this moment has been coming. It's been coming. Um, there was a little bit of faulty booking, you know, last year around this time. The Roman Reigns feud, which is a good feud for him to be in. Uh, but, you know, leading up to that, it seemed kind of start and stoppish. But I realized it was during the Rumble build. I watched a little bit of Raw, and he was showing, like, personality on the microphone. Like, he was trying to be funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, when did he? And I He's texted, making a character. Yeah, I texted Joe. I was like, yo, when did he turn babyface? <laughs> like, yeah. clearly it's babyface stuff. But I would say, no, this has been in the works for a while, man. The the, the Drew McIntyre reign is coming. Um, a new era in the 2020. I'm going with Drew McIntyre. Sticking with it. I'm going with Drew as well. Yeah. His time has come. And I mean even even with even if we were to have a stadium full of fucking people, I'm I would still would have went with Drew. Stuck with him, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Give him his shine. Yeah. He, he fucking definitely deserves it. And have Brock come back like it fucking like Survivor series or something. I feel or like not even then. I mean, like just later on down the road. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to have another match. We've got to find something for Brock to do that's not a title match, but it doesn't make sense because he's a prize fighter by character. Like he doesn't just do grudge matches. 
Well, no, he's going to hunt and fuck Sable. Right, right. Well, I mean, on on television, yes. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. (laughs) Right. On television, when he... Oh, my God. When he comes back, like, he only fights in title matches. He doesn't just come back for, like, a grudge match. Fuck no. So, unless they tell a story of him, like, fighting to be number one contender again, that's kind of the only way I can see a Brock Lesnar story going after this. Like, yo. Tournament. you can't just jump in, and not necessarily even a tournament. But, you know, like a like a an unofficial ranking system, right? Well, yeah. Like, you can't just be jumping in and just claiming matches. Like, you gotta like show that you're number one contender. You got beat at WrestleMania in front of zero fans, but millions of eyes. Is Paul Heyman still gonna be his guy once he loses? Oh hell yeah. I don't see them splitting up because for him to split from Paul, which me would have to mean Brock is turning babyface now, and I don't see and and Brock has like semblances of babyface in him, but Brock is clearly a heel. So, I think for them to split, Brock would have to start talking on his own, which I don't see, and no. he'd have to be like a bit of a babyface to do that. Hey, maybe him and our truth get together. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Eggs, <laughs> duh. Man. Oh. So, we both got Drew McIntyre taking it. Correct. Dig it, man. Well, Big Ren, we have uh, broken down 15 matches uh, for WrestleMania weekend. Another has been announced. We don't know if that'll make it. The triple threat ladder match. I would have liked to really, really seen that. But hey. Hold on. What, what was it? Miz and Morrison. Usos and New Day. You want to call for the fuck of it? Miz and Morrison. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have won with Miz and Morrison. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would have really loved to see that. But I guess I'm not going to see that. Um, hell, we don't even know <laughs> for sure who Goldberg is going to be wrestling against, but we, you know, just have an idea. Um, I got—I'll tell you this, man. I'm not sure I'll ever forget this mania, no matter what happens. No, I don't—I don't think we're ever going to forget this time, bruh. I mean, like my parents have never went through any of this time, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know any like any older people that have like this has happened. You know, maybe, maybe when they were younger. You know, you I know, keep wondering about how, like, the history books will tell this part of the of everything. You know? Well, like, there, there's going to be, like, asterisks and it's going to say, like, yeah, there's kids from the age of 18 to 21 that were born in 1995 to 2000. Those, those numbers don't match up. But they're saying YOLO. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. But that's real, though, man. I'll get the coronavirus, man. I'm not worried about it, bro. They dead ass saying that, though. Um, but that's real, though, because like, I think of like when I was a third grader, right, in the mid-90s, and I'm hearing about Emmett Till and Martin Luther King, and that was only 30 years, 30 to 40 years, right? And so now, 2020, like, how will they tell the coronavirus story 10 years from now? 15, 20 years from now in school, like, how is that going to work? I don't know, man. I'm wondering. 
It is a wild ass time, my guy. But hey, we're here. The- we are here, man. During this time of uh, of you know whatever it is you're doing, because I was gonna say reflection and introspection. I'm not sure some people are taking it, you know, that way. I think they're just getting you know cabin fever. But in this time where you know we can't just leave and do things, um. You know, me and Ren, we're providing a uh, we're providing a hell of a service, man. Not as it is our diary, but we're giving people something, something, right? We're creating and sharing feed- something, right? We're feeding them. Yeah, man. Facts. We're two and a half hours in. We definitely didn't plan for two and a half hours. WrestleMania is long enough, but we spent just some just time kicking it, just talking to each other. Um, you know Stay what I mean? Connected. Yeah. So you we're know, social take- distancing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And I, you know, I've I've talked about a mad times that like my head's been low, running hard, and I don't always have to, I don't have a lot of time to make a lot of phone calls. So I need to for one try to get better at that, but for two, I mean, listen, like I said, we're providing a service not only for, you know, us, but for everyone else, but for us. Like this helps every time. The world don't stop running. You know, the world's got to keep going. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we all we all got to figure out something to do to cope with all this. And, yeah, and, and some people might think the word like cope might mean like oh we're dealing with something bad. Yeah, we are dealing with something bad, but like it's it's like there's still ways to live. Live. Yes. Yeah. Air five. <laughs> my guy, my guy. That's the real thing. I think cope. I think cope is a great word for it because you know even if you're not taking. Um, you know, COVID-19 seriously, um, you are taking seriously, like, the effects from it, right? So whatever I mean, you like, think about not being able to leave your home, whatever you think about not being able to be in public places, like, there is, there, you got to cope with those feelings and those thoughts. Like, like, if you've got, like, if you've got, like, anybody older that you interact with, and you're still going out there fucking around and partying and stuff, you could bring that back to your place where you hang out with that older person and they that's could facts. get it from that. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's real, man. So, it's not a matter of, you know, listen, we're all skeptical of our nation, right? So, it's not a matter of trying to figure out the conspiracy theory as to why or where it ain't about that. That could be valid. It may not be valid. I do know it's not about that, right? Not about that part. It's no. about staying safe. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, safe. like, fuck, dude, like, like, dude, like that guy I brought up earlier tonight, fucking Jeff Grasso. He's only fifty-one years old. Yeah, My parents are older than that, and he died. Yeah, I'm not saying it was from coronavirus, but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what it was about. But I'm. But overall, the point is taking care of yourself is always the wave. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the wave. So, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and again, that's, you know, part of why we uh, we bring this to y'all, as we do. Um, Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got a dog? You guys can find me on Snapchat at MoffDub316, M A A. F F H H D U P. Oh, excuse me. Three one six. 
Then you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at A my fuck F A Oh fuck. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. Do you let them know where they can find you at? I will do that, my guy. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. J U V I D S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. Check out the hard camera pages on Facebook and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Every Sunday, man, Big Ren is up to Shotgun Sunday. He is shotgunning treats and grilling meats. Me, I'm on IG doing my little Sunday service thing, taking thoughts, taking questions, taking shared feelings. Hit me, man. I'll address all of those. We're just trying to build community. We do what we do. We do it well. Or at the very least, we like what we do. Um, so want to let y'all know as well. Um, of course, we're going to have the follow-up show next week. But bigger than that, man. We're still taking questions for the first ever all Q&A episode of The Hard Camera. We've got some fun questions in there, some doozerinos, if you will. Uh, so we'll be opening up our, you know, the Twitter and the Instagrams pages for, for more questions. Uh, Ask so yeah. us some fucking shit. Anything about anything. It can be about wrestling. It can be about sports. It can be about music, love, life, yes. pop culture, us as people. Ask us anything about any of the things. Um, that'll be coming soon. That'll be coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later this month. Uh, but until next time, we will see y'all next time. I am Juve as my tag team partner, Bigger in the Legendary. We are Los Lucha Brothers. Until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.